The Cleveland Moto Podcast is brought to you by Manscaped Lawn Mower 4.0. All right, guys, it's another episode of the Cleveland Moto Podcast. Ah, that was good. Everybody, look at that. Wow. Shots fired all the way around the room. <laughs> episode number 331. Um, and or or as if you're watching, three E1. If you're watching, three E1. backwards E1, because Steve didn't steal the whole kit. <laughs> <laughs> he only stole 90% of the letter kits. True. Yep. So if you're working at, what do you think that was, Michael's Crafts Michael's or something? Michael's Crafts, 100%. If you're working there and you notice that one of your kits doesn't have any letters in it, Cleveland Moto Podcast, brought to you by Manscaped. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I did notice, I didn't know this at the time, but apparently this is a very popular sign for podcasts. Like, I was going through it, oh. and a lot more people have this sign. Everyone's so using like, that. Now we just checked off another, we're legit. Oh, <laughs> okay. I like that. Yeah. That's how you can tell the real players. Right. Right. You know? They got that little light-up box thing. And only cool people can improvise. Well, yeah. <laughs> so. Well, maybe a sign company thinks they're legit now that we're using it. Uh, hey, that's true. Maybe. That's right. I'll make a call on Monday. There's two types. <laughs> there's two types of people in this world: those who can extrapolate from incomplete information, and all right. <laughs> so, my marquee light box. Is that what the brand name is? So, oh, great! Now all the podcasts are going to have it. Jeez, thanks, oh, John. Misfits are gonna have that shit next week, you know. Mm-hmm. I spent seven minutes yeah. figuring Twice out where to big. get that and how to get one, and then you just ruined it. For you me. just had to read it out to the whole goddamn world of the interwebs. <laughs> Fucking hell! I don't know if we're gonna have enough people to uh, have a good show today. Oh, I know. Yeah, right. <laughs> as as our, many of our folks will know who've listened to the podcast more than once, they'll know that sometimes it takes us two hours to get our our names read. We're not gonna do that today. We're gonna make it all the way through in one shot. By, by God, I swear to God, we're gonna make it. I just know we're going to make it. The uh, So, to my right... Oh, that's me, Steve Sleepy. It is. Wow, you changed it up on <laughs> I it. did, didn't I? I was like, I got, I got plenty of time to figure out something cool, and so, then you okay. just dump it on so, me. No, no, but I did want to just mention, you are wearing ska. <laughs> yeah, all of it. I mean, I have a pork pie hat in my office. I should probably put You this. literally look like Cocoa Beach ska. <laughs> <laughs> I like, just wanted to be comfortable. Today. You are comfortable. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah. You know, later on, you can pick it up, pick it up, pick, pick it up, pick it up. Right, right, yeah, right. that's it. Yeah. You'll be ready for that. <laughs> My God, man. Yeah, that was. I, when I saw you come in, I was like, wow. Yeah, that's. We're gonna have our 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 ska listeners are gonna be quite impressed by that. that Except for the great. German guy that hates ska and likes death metal. Now yeah. he hates me. Now he more just than, than, more than he already exactly. Did. Yeah. yeah, that's that's it. And uh, to my left, Oscar. Hey. Chris Smith won. With a a new haircut, too. You've got a very tidy haircut as well, looking very dapper. And now, again, he is Chris Smith number one. (laughs) We'll get to that in a minute. OG. (laughs) The OG Chris Smith. All right. Again, Chris Smith, if you're nasty. (laughs) (laughs) And to his left? Johnny Mac. And to his? Dan Kromke. Dan, very rarely do you show up and we have a bottle of whiskey for you. Because usually you have bottles of whiskey for us, but <laughs> yes, the yes, the giving the giving Dan always giveth. But to your left, Duncan, Duncan got brought in. What the hell, Duncan? It's, uh, it's some good sixty-year-old Canadian whiskey. Yes. Yeah, nice. being drunk by an almost good sixty-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that whiskey was new the last time he was. Yeah, so that's perfect. <laughs> And Duncan, to your left, 
Chris Smith number two. Chris Smith number two. <laughs> a bit of a package deal with yep. your son. Uh, Eli Smith. Eli Smith. Yeah, so these are the guys a few podcast episodes ago when I'll tell you when we've talked about the guy just rolling in with a pickup truck and being straight up, yeah, I'm not here to bullshit. I'm here to buy those five bikes. And like just showed up and and just threw down like a fucking hero, like Mm -hmm. a legend. And that was funny because you were already listening to our podcast and he walked up wearing an AVE shirt. Oh, yeah. was like, Fuck it. Okay, that's that's it. We we got nothing for this guy. We could we could sit and talk, but we'll all just say the same shit back and forth to each other yeah. for hours. We're both motorcycle people who watch the exact same source of information. Keep so. your dicks right. in a vice to home. Yeah. Exactly. Oh my yeah. Yeah. yeah, that that it's all gonna come back to us. Yeah, they. Uh, so that's our thing. And your humble narrator, Phil Waters. Uh, so again, I do want to call out to our our batch of listener uh, that. <laughs> that Again, and we haven't heard anything back from Anne Marie, and I did check; she is actually a woman. Okay, it's not we're not being catfished <laughs> by the fine folks at Manscaped, but uh, it is in fact uh, we're going to continue with this stupid Manscaped thing until we ride it right into the rails. Now, do they have? I have a question: Do they have a ladyscape? Well, I think that they should. Yeah, and, and they played the the lawnmower card. Right, it's like a little rubber end on it, and you'd have a double use. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh, but it doesn't do much for the grooming, then, does it? <laughs> no, 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 it doesn't. Uh, uh-uh, not I at all. I think it needs to. But <laughs> there you go. So um, we're not sure. So what we're gonna, I've said is until we get any communication from them, because I right. think we're in our trial period. Probably, yeah, right, right. I'm sure. um, I probably in our trial period, and then so I figured we're just gonna run with this until they send us the cease and desist letter. <laughs> yeah. So it'll be the opposite of advertising. It'll be the literally leave us the fuck alone. And quit talking about our shit on the air. Well, that'll so. take that'll cost them a lot of money to have a stop in that case. <laughs> Reverse psychology. Oh, you want us to stop? Huh? Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. you can pay me. You can pay me now or pay me later. I mean, right? really, nobody can really stop you from saying manscape, manscape. You know, oh, again, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, unless you're really Hofford, like Hofford would stop you. He doesn't. Want He's not real happy about no, that. No, yeah. he, he thinks he thinks we could all do a lot better. But mostly, <laughs> I just don't want to live in a universe where he wins. So it's just, it's just too much for me. The uh, it's more than I could actually handle. But uh, but getting into some of the news of the day that I just it, it, we we have to not pump brakes on a certain story that's out there uh, that's floating around because everybody's talking about the live wire spinning off into its own entire brand. Right. So uh, in the spirit of Cleveland Moto, we're going to talk about the MV Augusta. Right, perfect. Uh, we should talk about <laughs> that fucking bike. Yeah. What the shit? They well, they've always been kind of like, hey, fuck all you guys. I'm coming out with something hard. Sunglasses. You know. So okay, so oh. um, what was it called? Oh, you just said now I can't remember. Did, no, no. <laughs> is it literally called the Harsh? Hold on. Wait, is it called the Brash? Bay River Avon Skinheads? Uh, is it like? <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to remember exactly what the hell that they're calling that thing, but. It is. I like the Bay River Avon skinheads. The Bay, yeah. Bay River Avon skinheads. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, the old thing. There used to be called Sharp, and it was skinheads against racial prejudice. But that would be Sarp. <laughs> but, <laughs> but they thought they looked pretty sharp. Well, I saw it. Dunkin' Donuts across the street. They had a sign that said, um, "Employees wanted inqu- inquire with hyphen in." There you Rush. go. Nice. The MV Augusta Rush One Thousand. Uh, it would have been so much better if it would have been called the Brash. Yeah. Uh, but it's. Cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. It's gnarly. This bike is just dopey. And I didn't know this, but you could sell advertising space on the back wheel. Um, 
<laughs> the, uh, not since the Harley Davidson Fat Boy has there been such a gratuitous use of flat on a wheel of a motorcycle, and and it's it is a just a flat. But I know that that's not a hubcap, right? No. I know that that's not some carbon fiber zip tied on piece of shit that's going to blow off at ninety three miles per hour. Oh. I have a feeling that that son of a bitch might be cast. Yeah, like that might be some sort of a weird reverse investment casting process or thump something. It's a kooky motorcycle. That's an early pipe. But, and but, just when you think that the kooky motorcycle is done at the back tire, you look eight, 12 inches above it and you see that a UFO landed on your taillight. <laughs> yeah. What the actual shit? And and, and no pillion is going to ever want to sit on that ever. That's a glove box. Hit, hit the, uh, the, the picture above it. The picture above it? Yeah. Like that one? That, looks that one right there? Oh, no, it's cool. Four Ooh. pipes. Look at those four exhaust assists. But let me ask you something. Yeah. Is that a, a huge 1,000cc motor or a small everything else? Oh, good point. I bet you it's a small everything else. In the in the nature of Street Fighters, where yeah. we make everything, you know, it's like this whole thing about, like, if I wear really, 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 really tiny pants, my dick will look big. <laughs> and I think that might be the nah. deal behind this motorcycle. <laughs> No, that and one, my collection uh, of really tiny pants. It never pants. works. <laughs> <laughs> the tiny pants make your ass look big. Oh, speaking of tiny pants, did anybody see your latest video with, that John talks about the worst year of his life when oh, he worked yeah. at our shop? Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> did you see that yet? <laughs> I saw it posted. I didn't actually get no, to watch, watch it or anything. Yeah. Oh, I my. Found, I found a picture of What you. he did to you. <laughs> Brilliant. I really did. I Lieutenant Dangle's got nothing on you. <laughs> Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's you, pretty. It's I pretty found awesome. a picture of you when you just got out of uh, police academy. Police academy. Prison. Yeah. Prison. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, it was a very, very fetching. Yeah, and I like the chrome sunglasses. That was nice. Yeah. I mean, dude, I'll tell you, I would have done you. You look Not, like never <laughs> underestimate Steve's artistic talents. Oh, no. I mean, Not for nothing, but I'd, no, I'd still, yeah. I'd, I'd still fuck me right now. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, but to get back to, I didn't realize that it had exhaustuses on both sides. I know. Yeah, so at first, yeah. I thought it only had the exhaustuses on the on right the side. side yeah. But now I see that it's got the two on the right and two on the left, and then the the seventy millimeter cannon in the middle. Yeah. Uh, it looks cool. I like it. Wait, wait till the aftermarket gets a hold of it, and there'll be like seventy-five pipes on it. They'll be like, no, you know what you need? no, because you, you know what the ones. aftermarket does? Oh, they four into one. Yeah, I mean, assholes. Yeah. No, we're gonna put a GP pipe on there. <laughs> right. Yeah, fucking GP a pipe is just half of a regular pipe, right? Or it's just the first third of a regular pipe. And it costs three times as much. Exactly. Right. Yeah, it's amazing. Oh, look at it. Look at this picture. That tells you how much room there is for a passenger. <laughs> <laughs> that tells you right there how much room there is for a passenger. Yep. That is literally, that is just, if he had LED implanted on his butt cheeks, yeah. he could have that stoplight inside of him right now. And <laughs> that could just be a, that that could just be be a Bluetooth a... butt plug. Yeah. <laughs> and just when he tightens up real tight, it gets brighter. Look at yeah. the wheelie picture. Okay, I was, I was looking at that. Oh, the wheelie picture. Yeah, yeah. There's a wheelie picture. So what you got, oh, yeah. before you ask somebody to be your pillion, you're like, what do you, how do you feel about rock climbing? No, and second thing, <laughs> no pegs. No. No. Do you know what this is for? To keep you from sliding off. From a person who seat. doesn't have just one girl. Yeah, true. Yeah, that's exactly it. This guy needs a school bus. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's going to drive his motorcycle to his girlfriend's house and then to her friend's house and then to her friend's house. Uh, this is a freak show motorcycle. I mean, this is really a mutant. I mean, this is something you would expect to see in. And, and what if so, uh, if somebody wants one of these, what kind of shekels are we talking? Oh, to I have no home? fucking idea, dude. All of them. You know what? It's like that, that old <laughs> Rolls Royce thing, if you have to ask. Yeah. Uh, but I didn't know this, but here we kind of thought, if, you, if I were to ask you, how many motorcycles does MV Agusta make? Like, you know, how many different models of yeah. motorcycle does MV Agusta actually make? Like, hmm. 
how many versions of an MD Agusta nameplate can you actually buy? Anyone have an idea? Just like a round number, you know, because I mean, up until reading this thing today, I thought it might have been two. Yeah, right. right? Well, it, where, where are they from? It actually? would be the uh, Brutale and the not Brutale. Right. right? Exactly. Right. Seven. Yeah. Uh, it is. Did you fucking Google it? He cheated <laughs> so hard. Yeah, he cheated so hard. But but the good news is, <laughs> no, and I counted. So for, the, for those of you who are interested, the Rush has one. There's one version of Rush. Rush. Okay. The Brutale comes in four versions. Now we're up to five. The Dragster comes in four versions. Now we're up to nine. The Turismo Veloce comes in four versions. Now we're up to 13. The F3 comes in two versions, 15. And the Super Veloce comes in three versions, 18. There's 18 different ways to to buy a motorcycle they're going to make 19 of. Yeah, right. Yeah. That's a, and I will give you that Super Veloce. That's a good looking bike. That's a good looking bike. How many many people left Ducati to work at? MV Augusta on those last couple you just that showed. guy yeah yeah that, that guy. guy that guy that what what alien science fiction movie did that guy just come off of yeah right because again three pipes on the right hand side is dead sexy don't get me wrong and that front just goes <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 that that front so they do have they do have a habit of building just really beautiful motorcycles I hate to say it but the F three kind of looks out of date uh, yeah. but. Well, you know, completely useless information that you spurred yeah. from asking that. Mm-hmm. Do you know how they made the predator noise? They put a taser into a grape, recorded it, and really? then slowed it down, and that's what makes that. Oh, really? Yeah, that's what I so, learned that today. So they tortured a grape. They tortured a grape. Yeah, that's it. You, you will comply. Yes. Quit resisting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the grape, and the grape died seven and a half, nine and a half minutes later. It was that's what that's where the noise came from from the predator movie. It's <laughs> awful. The uh, so yeah, that's. That motorcycle, again, that's a very pretty motorcycle. The the Rush, on the other hand, is a very, like, looking at that motorcycle. It looks you, like a mech suit, sort of. It does look like a mech suit. And did you notice the caution tape? So they yeah. put caution tape on the motorcycle. I was like, it came pre-caution tape. That's so they can peel that off later and put it around your body. Right. Yeah, yeah. You're just like, yeah, don't go in there. That's police uh, police line. They don't want you, you breaking know, into there. It kind of looks like, um, I, and this is probably just regional, but yeah. if you've ever gone by a Titan's gym where like, you know, the steroids flow freely, it looks like a dude leaving Titan's gym after like working out for four hours. Okay. Like, yeah. <laughs> what you're trying to say is that bike is completely jacked. Yeah. Yeah. I think the black color kind of does it like the whole honeybee scheme, oh, yeah. right? Is yeah. is amazing. And that wheel is one-sided. That is a single-sided wheel. That I do not think that is a hubcap at all. That is truly that wheel only exists on one side. You know, hence the old single-sided swing arm business. But yeah, that's uh that's a decadent insane looking motorcycle it makes me want to commit crimes so that's gonna yeah. that's gonna compete with what duval or whatever the ducati the dvl duval no yeah. dvl is basically for old men that got off a of harley davidson because it was too slow every single person who rides a dvl into my shop is completely in the geritol for lunch bunch like it's basically it's like i want a cruiser but i have more money than you so i'm gonna buy a dvl and that's what they show up on they show up on a dvl with a giant flat spot down the middle of the tire. all right well then what yeah. about the rocket so the Triumph Rocket, who buys that? That's a guy who drinks tea. Same guy, drinks tea. <laughs> yeah. Same, same fucking guy, though. I mean, legit. Yeah, this thing is fierce, and I can tell you by looking at it, it's going to last like nine weeks. Sure. So yeah. it's starting at 38,000 oh. euros. So, so $42,000. Yeah, well, there's a weird thing that happens. Um, for you guys who aren't in the motorcycle industry, 
When a motorcycle launches in England for 10,000 pounds, when they sell it in America, it's $10,000. It's like the exchange rate forgot to happen. Gotcha. And when a motorcycle gets launched in Europe for 40,000 euros, it sells in America for $40,000. It's like the exchange rate forgot to happen. And I don't know how they can do it other than it's what they call OTR on the road. Mm -hmm. So I think a lot of things in Europe, when they're advertising the pricing of bike, there's a certain uh, taxing structure and MOT charges and that. that are on the bike, right? Gotcha. Exactly. Oh. Whereas in America, we are exempt from all those things because, like, we're not getting charged a fifteen percent MOT or whatever it is. And if, so it our listeners, for all the yeah. yeah, and listeners, by the way, if you're out there and you know the way that actually works, by feel free to let us know because I've never bought a bike overseas. That yeah, we're just making it up as we go totally along, anyhow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know that. I know that very well because I oftentimes get people in here from other countries, and they're like, "Oh, I could save a bunch of money and buy it in my own country," mm-hmm. and then I have the internet. So I'm like, oh, really, can you? And I look it up and I'm like, no, you can't. <laughs> it's actually cheaper to buy the Italian motorcycle here. Yeah. We found that out with Moto Guzzi's. The Moto Guzzi's were about two to $3,000 cheaper to buy here than in the city that builds them. Yeah. <clears throat> that kind of make you feel real bad. I mean, like, you know, take your, motor, your Moto Guzzi from here, ship it over to Italy and sell it there and have enough money to pay for the airfare both ways. They're even cheaper down in Brunswick, yeah, too, I'll tell you that. <laughs> Yeah, they <laughs> fucking sure are. Yeah, yeah. The the deal of the century on the fourteen hundred for sure, for sure. So anyway, that's that. And again, that's the 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 MV Augusta Rush. So very exciting, super cool. I think it has the display off of a uh, a zero. Zero. It yeah. kind of looks like a yeah. lot like the zero dashboard. I think a lot of probably looks the, like the Aprilia dashboard too. And the KTM's mm-hmm. all have that now. Yeah. And I think it's all meant, built by the same dude. Or company that were so that's cool anybody else have any brand new acquisitions this week anybody buy anything we need to know about nope i can't uh, talk about it what <laughs> wait a second well I mean, then don't okay. talk about so it so last time you had the, the you know the z900 rs and blew everybody's doors off so right? I, I i took that completely apart that's disassembled right now <laughs> what the fuck Dude, <laughs> so <laughs> what are you? What are you doing to it? So, it was a pristine bike. No, I'm not. I'm not changing. No, he's not a tweaker or anything. No, no he no. just takes things apart for fun. Yeah. No. Yeah. Um, are you going to cafe racer? No. So I, <laughs> I, I did, cafe racer a bike. It's already a cafe racer. No, I did get. I'm getting the ECU <laughs> flash. It's getting done and sent back right now. So and ape hangers. You ordered ape hangers. Right? Ang- okay. No, but oh, the ECU yeah. flash takes away the engine braking. Takes yep. away the speed limit, uh, lowers the fan by 20 degrees so it kicks on earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, it just uh, it completely remaps the fuel for it, takes away all the emissions bullshit on it and stuff like that. And then, so I bought the cheapest, but everybody said it's really good the Dist a header, the Del Delvec, Del Del Kevic. Del Kevic header. You, I'm keeping the stock can <sighs> so it still has all the plumbing, but it gets rid of the big catalytic converter and all that. So that's a part in that. But, okay. Well, that's cool. And then I just I got a call. Wait and, a second. Witness, rewind, play. This bike's perfect just the way it is. I don't think I'm going to do anything to it. It is. It's I don't think I'm going to change anything on the I'm bike. I'm putting it back. Exactly. It's fine. No, I didn't say that I'm not going to change week. the exhaust. I'm not oh, going to change the bike. This bike is perfect, it's man. I fucking love this it bike. It is. It is. Four but fucking days. It needed a tweak. Just, it needed, I took it for a long ride Sunday, and I got to know it really, really well. Okay. I found out that when you shut traction control <laughs> off, it wheelies really easily. Yeah. Uh-huh. Can confirm. I, this yeah. guy was doing 30 and a 35, and I got mad, and I passed him, and the bike was like, whoa. It's like, all right, ride it out. Fuck yeah. it. But um, I didn't like the engine braking, and everybody said that it's just because of the emissions. The bike yeah. is totally cool, but once so these guys flash it. It's it's you pay right now. They have a sale. It's two hundred bucks. You didn't like too much engine braking, or you didn't like not enough. 
No, too much. Like okay. when you like when it you is true. Off. When I dropped a gear in it, it was like dropping an anchor. Yeah. So it, it was, wouldn't let the um, revs. It, it and it has a slipper clutch in it. Yeah. Which is what was really weird because when I dropped a gear in it, third to second, it it was so violent and just a downshift that it had to use the slipper clutch huh. on yeah. a straight fucking downshift. And I was like, that's excessive. So everybody, yeah. you know, because you got to join the forum after you buy the bike. <laughs> So, but everybody there, like, <laughs> le- le- got to buy the uh, the Manscaped T-shirt yeah, and, the, yeah. and the, the checkered shorts and everything. No, but there was good information. It was like, it's it. this is not big enough yet where there's a bunch of douche nozzles that are just blowing smoke. Like, there's guys there. And then the guys from uh, Two Wheel Dino Tuning. one douche nozzle blown. They have over 100,000 uh, dino runs and tunes on a bunch of different, but they know what they're doing. They're, they're, they're good. So, okay. Wait, wait. You had to strip it down to get to it? Yeah, a little bit of taking it apart to get to it. How much did you take apart? Just the tail. Just the tail. The tank, everything's still there. And? And? and yeah. And? No, I was and exhaust. Well, no, no, exhaust, exhaust. And, 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 then, and then I took the rear wheel off and checked everything, and I'm putting that back to make right. it perfectly straight and the chain tension perfect. Sure. And, you know. He took the gas yeah. tank off. Now he needs three broken quick yeah. disconnects. No. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. Yeah. What, no. Color, what color are you painting it? No, 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 yeah. no, no, yep. no. It's perfect that regard. Same color as the zip ties he's got. There you go. Right. <laughs> so, but no, it's going to be awesome. This next week, I'll, I'll bring it next week. And, and so then, all I got to get now is uh, just that license plate eliminator, right? The, no, the, no, not the, like it. I'm license plate eliminator kit. Well, I mean, what do you think? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe no. swing arm just a little bit longer. No. Okay. All right. Just checking. <laughs> Two wheels in the back. Give it four oh more days. God. Give it four <laughs> more days. Was crazy. I'm gonna do a jack a shaft with a 350 dark on side. the back. You know, yeah, make dark it all. side. Yeah. yeah, completely, totally. So, but on Sunday, I did get to rip it all over the place, and that thing is a scalpel. It is really good, man. Like I, like I kind of hate my other bikes now. To be honest with you, well, I mean, it's well, your other bike. bikes hate you. Yeah. <laughs> They, they weren't happy to see that bike show up. No, 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 no. Yeah, no, no, no. yeah. They, they're, they they're trying to talk you into a sidecar for that thing. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? Late at night, these motorcycles are just whispering, Watsonian, yeah. Watsonian, Watsonian. <laughs> yes, you too can buy a lot of expensive sidecar. So, but yeah, super fun, super cool. Yeah. Uh, AMA Vintage Days, it's a go, guys. Yep. If you ain't bought your tickets yet, uh, we talked about last week, some of the motorcycles and misfits crews coming up. It just keeps getting bigger. Uh, so we're going to be, we're going to be just adding more shit to the parade of bad ideas. That is the Cleveland moto Roadshow. Uh, yeah, we're going to roll out, probably get into there Thursday and, uh, get ourselves set up Thursday early for anybody who wants to. So well, we'll, will we have any guests? Anybody's fucking welcome, dude. You're coming down to AMA vintage days. Uh, it is Madness. They are going to let you buy tickets to the gate now, but there will be a $10 penalty. Right. Or you'll have to look at the hairiest guy there's butthole. They said it's either or. They said it's a bit of a thing. You can have the regular admission price and look at the guy's butt, or you could, and again, great opportunity for Manscaped. So what do you the, think uh, with, with two, <laughs> with, with basically two seasons of, of these collector guys collecting parts, you think the swap shop's going to be insane? Yes. So I know it will be in my in my area code. So uh, I had an idea. Actually, Oscar had an idea while we were standing outside smoking cigarettes earlier. We said you should bring the camera because you're going to bring the camera oh, yeah, anyway. Yeah, yeah, many. But we're going to have our swap meet spot, and I'm just going to line it up with all the shit that you know we moved from the warehouse because Chris has been to the warehouse and stuff, and the warehouse is fucking scary. <laughs> so we're going to take all these fucking orphan children we have in the warehouse, and we're going to have it be like, uh, you know. Price is right situation. Mm-hmm. And you'll have the camera. Okay. So the second anybody shows any fucking interest at all in any of the bikes we have there, 
It's yeah, like we just latch them in, right? Earl, come right. on down. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought about something too. What yeah. about because they're cheap enough now? Yeah. When you have twelve volt batteries, yeah. get a ring doorbell. Oh, and put it there so yeah. when you see people come up, Bing you can boom. be like, hey, how you doing? What are you interested in? I'll be there in five minutes. Um, <laughs> sorry, sir, we're by appointment only. <laughs> I have two of those. We could do that. Yeah. Yeah. Ding I dong. think wouldn't that be yeah. cool? Like, you know. The, but the idea being. Here's it, a tall glass of brown liquor. First, get, just get started with that. It's getting in the mood, right? Uh, but I did think it would be kind of a fun thing to just be like, okay. And then just go for it. And play Price is Right. Yeah. Like, okay, you you seem to be interested in that bike. You're showing us all the signs. You know, you peed a little on the on the ground next to it. You know, you licked your hand and then touched it. You're wearing right. the shirt with the bike on it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, yes. You've, you've whispered things in its direction. Yeah, you've whistled as though to seem nonchalant. Sake of two clubs since 86. Exactly. <laughs> but then we'll kind of play a game where we just kind of be like, oh, so I see you're looking at the 2006 Grand Vista. <laughs> Honestly, that bike is a piece of shit, but that bike is an amazing piece of shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that bike has easily 200,000 miles left in it, but it's <laughs> awful to look at. Like, it hurts you when you see your buddy looking at it. You feel bad for them. It's an ugly fucking bike. And then the the seat on top of the bike is another fucking sex crime, sex crime because it's like somebody said, the bike's not high enough. We should make the seat so only like a NBA star could get on it. <laughs> and then they bifurcated it so that the passenger and the driver would never have to rub, ever. Do you know like how they had the old, like where it was like a, a barrel that yeah. they turned into a seat? Yes. That's what it feels like. It it's does. Like, it feels like you're actually being held in the front riding position by a giant, incredible Hulk hand. <laughs> and it's just holding you there. But then if you decided you wanted to shift your position at all, you can't do that. Yeah. Mm-mm. No way. And the person on the back just slides right off the bike. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, but it's an awful seat. But the bike is hard as nails. But you can also only turn right due to a collision it was in. So it turns right like a monster, but it doesn't turn left for a fuck. The good news, though, if you pl- if you play Mid Ohio right, mm-hmm. you yeah, just you make right ahead. turns until yeah. the end of the night. You're back at the campsite. Seems <laughs> seems really smart to me. Just put a trailer on it. And right. Do all your friends work for him? It'd be great. Yeah, just kind of cruise control right turns. But there are going to be some real fucking problem children that we're going to bring. But then if we see somebody looking at it, we can then ask them what they would pay. Yeah. And then I think that we should be assessing a penalty. (laughs) (laughs) To them? First of all, offer them a free T-shirt if they can get it started. That's another thing was we got to bring that back. Because the free T-shirt to get a bike started was epic, and we should do that again. You know, and you could. This would be really interesting. You'd have like some sheets laid over, right? Mm-hmm. And and if the guy comes up and offers, and, and you're like, okay, you're offering me within five minutes, so this is your price, right? Yes. If it's like oh, yeah, yeah. If it takes oh, ten yeah, minutes, right. then you yeah. lift that one. If they're up. trying to slow play, you, <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then we could just like have a little little. Just somebody standing watching right. you or somebody in the background, <laughs> just realizing, oh, that guy's been there for a while. Bing. What was that? <laughs> Price just went up 40 bucks. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? Well, you've been standing there jacking your, jacking your jaw so long. Right. You know, trying to tell me about motorcycles you saw in the 50s. I've been waiting two years to be here and drink. Yeah. You've been slow taking, playing me. Yeah. And meanwhile, what we need to have is a bit of a drive-by. Dude, yeah. mid-Ohio time is $90 an hour, minimum. Of, yeah. Of time. What's it costing me to be there? Right. Right. Exactly. So, so for real. He'll just say, Lois, get over here and talk this guy down again. <laughs> Take your teeth out. Yeah. The, uh, <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's a whole new world there. <laughs> it's 
mid-Ohio. She gets weird. <laughs> Yet, I'm the only person that has a picture of me laying on the ground with a naked guy and my face spray-painted silver. <laughs> and I'm saying it gets weird there. Yeah. Valhalla. We're going to bring some more of that shit back because that was fun. I didn't realize Fine. until the next morning what an asshole I was until I woke up and looked in the mirror and the, my face looked back at the mirror. Yeah. This is it'll, weird it'll be fine. Roboros thing going on. This is fucking wild. But anyway, so that's happening. And uh, there. they have a podcast. They uh, I did listen that the AMA recorded a bit of a podcast yeah, last I year. This. Yeah, yeah. What'd you think? Well, we, we are going to fix that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I said, Fixed. Cleveland Moto has a tendency to fix other people's podcasts. And since Misfits will be there and will be there, we can fix that. Right. I think yeah. I just grabbed a beer out of the fridge. It's from the last mid-Ohio. I think you're right. <laughs> Did it have a mud under the cap that smelled like dung? It's got rusty. And yeah, it's, it's rusty. Like, it's yeah. like... It smells it tastes, like turpentine. Every bad beer in your still, it tastes like <laughs> Heineken probably at that point. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's only so far a beer can go bad, and then it just becomes Heineken. Heineken. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Is that you? <laughs> you need a handkerchief? Yeah. It sounded wet. It's okay. <laughs> hey, do you know what Mid-Ohio has this Most weekend? Most people say that about my farts. <laughs> hey, mine. You ever yeah. see the stuff from Australia, the stadium Ooh, trucks on cement? Mm -hmm. They have that at Mid-Ohio this weekend. Uh, Get out of here. No. I was thinking about taking a ride down, but Duncan, cheers, yeah. cheers. This is well done. Good. Yeah, this is not even bad. This <laughs> isn't even bad. This isn't even awful. As a person that has not qualified to make this statement, this is wonderfully drinkable. Dan, what Dan, notes, what do you think? What, what notes are you getting out of it? It's got like ten times more flavor than any other Canadian, Canadian. whiskey I've yeah. ever tasted. Yes, yeah. nice. but this has is, it been on a boat? <laughs> <laughs> that makes it better i've actually gone on craigslist like doing searches for decanters yeah. and stuff like that like yeah. trying to find somebody just unloading some old vintage yeah. bottles of stuff that's hard to find it i'm is. sure yeah you got guys like dan that do that as a uh, <laughs> there's guys like every vintage guy that's like kz 100 or kz 1500 bucks then you click it and it's like buying used bikes and you want to stab them you're like you fucker I think there's like 50 time. of those ads yep. everywhere, yeah. Bait and switch. Bait. Oh. I do know that a lot of people thought that those, uh, those dis, dis, they were going to make a lot of money on the decanters, and, you know, it was going to be like, it was going to be big, big money to have those ancient decanters. And I had looked up the ones from 1969, like the Lionstone uh, whiskey wow. decanters that were very popular among... Uh, wild turkey. We had all the wild... My buddy's father always bought all the wild turkey ones, and we steamed off the steels. And none of them were <laughs> <over> the shit. <laughs> <laughs> They're all fucked. They're half water. Because yeah. oh, in yeah. high school, you guys oh, yeah. were chugging. <laughs> well, the good news is I did find... To tell you how valuable these things are, to tell you just what a fucking... What a money, what just a gold mine you've stumbled onto if you have these. Are these the Beanie Babies? Uh, of the these are the Beanie Babies <laughs> of the 1969 era. So it is, in fact, the entire goddamn set for $260. <laughs> so the shipping would be worth more than your memories. The uh, So that is that is indeed. But if they're full and they still have the shipping. seal on them, it might be worth drinking. Well, like I said, I was telling these guys when my dad fucked off, um, this one here, I, I drank this guy. So uh, I'll see if you can. Since does that look like somebody shot that in their bathroom? Yeah, it up, does. Yeah, up, that is up against the shower curtain. Yeah, that is. Uh, so yeah, that dude right there. You see that guy right there with the little stars on his on his yeah. uh, tan oh, yeah. gauntlets? Yep, yep. I drank him. Yeah. So Dan, do you think those are porcelain, right? <laughs> Probably. 
Like when they the, the porcelain's porous, so like when the alcohol kind of seep no. through. After no, 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 no. It would be glazed. Yeah, yeah, it would be glazed. Yeah, for two. They're, they're not going to put the boost and stuff the way no, it leaks out. Yeah. But I'm saying, like, I didn't know, like, after 50 years or 60 years, if right. it's going to not seep. You see how they got them all lined up there? And what yeah. I realize now is my dad really, you know, sold a shirt. But the problem is, John and I, we see them lined up there like that, and we only do one thing. Shoot them. BB gun. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm just, I'm seeing for that, we might have to break up the Crossman 1022 for that. We might need more than one pump. Yeah. And that's even got a bit of a backstop there, too. So, yep. yeah. yeah. A woodsman's mouth is drooling right yeah, now. Yeah, woodsman right now is really, really, yeah. If you got a buck mark, it's really, it's hating that. There's a whole box of 22s that's that dying to be discharged in that right direction. There. That one right there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that would be, I mean, that, Fuck him up. that would just be hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we are. Our Russian about, accent's about ready to come out. It kind yeah. of. Well, yeah. Honestly, we are children. Because yeah, you line it up like that, and we're just like yeah, we have to we have to destroy that. That's just it. But it only costs you two sixty to get them, and then uh, well, but then you, the, you see the thing then you is, have to videotape, and everybody gets pissed video. off at you. You shoot the video, and you make back the two sixty yeah. on the video. Just like our most profitable video has been the one where I told people to go fuck their KZ nine hundreds, you know, and, and fuck their KZ one thousands that that I didn't have time in my life for them anymore oh, look at look at that guy the the whistling diesel dude the guy who's systematically killing a toyota hilux yeah man yeah, i'm gonna but see him it, in a corner someday yeah man, yeah no shit <laughs> i'm gonna find out where the man drinks but he made a whole career and you're gonna run him over with oh yeah yeah, yeah uh-huh, but you know yeah. what to his to his fucking stoppable to his you know stupidity whatever he did prove that the fucker is unbelievable like, oh no he did everything that top gear did he just did it again but like without and he all sacrificed the a prettier truck yeah that was so the, the downside is jeremy clarkson did it once right did it empirically mm-hmm. as the standard by which everything else shall be measured right. and then he came out and just did it with a perfect truck yeah so he didn't prove anything we didn't already know other than he can ruin a perfectly good truck well that's his whole that's his shtick again yeah. someday right yeah. You'll pay. <laughs> Someday. Be like, why are you welding those eye rings to my body? Because th- things are going to happen to you. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, and this whole premise, like, you it's know. It's going to get really interesting. And, like, I get it. Like, materialism doesn't matter. And yeah. you shouldn't be, like, attached to your shit. But at the same time, there's one Mona Lisa. You know, you don't want to fuck that up. I don't care if you go to a flea market and you fucking cut up a bunch of shit, you know, yeah. paintings or right. something. But. You know. So I was listening to the radio, and it was this whole notion that, like, an adult ape might actually be worth more than a human. So are you trying to say that that Hilux might be worth more than even him? It might be worth more than him. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's also, it's one of those we things. We care more about the truck We can we judge him by the, the value of his character, by what he does for viewership. And, of course, though, in order to witness the spectacle, you have to view. Right. And, that, and the good news yeah. is. That internet dollars actually don't come by that easy, so it takes a whole lot of eyeballs to equal one dollar. In this world, we have lots of humans. We don't have enough Hiluxes. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) I completely agree with that. And as a guy who's owned all the new ones, I'll tell you that the old ones were better. (laughs) Hold on. (laughs) You know know what I was really impressed with, though, is that he towed, he put put 38,000 pounds onto a, 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 a trailer. Yeah. And then attached, you know, a, a fifth wheel yeah. thing, and it pulled it no problem. Uh, I, I have a Toyota. I didn't know yeah. that. I didn't know that. I that have a Toyota crazy. Tundra. It pulled the fucking space shuttle. 
in California. And they were like, just to, just so you know, we're not rigging it. This is just an out of the dealership Toyota Tundra. And it's, there's the, the out of the dealership space shuttle. Yeah. <laughs> in neutral. And next thing you know, yeah, they did. They said like, hey, 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 let go of the parking brake, asshole. You know? <laughs> yeah. They, uh, but yeah, they towed it across, you know, L.A., you know, as a stunt, obviously. Right. But just the same, you know, Toyota's always made a good truck. We're not yeah. doubting that. But again, if you want to murder 10,000 brand new Tundras or brand new Tacomas, that's what we have wars in the Middle East for, you know. <laughs> but you don't take a perfectly good 30-year-old one no. and be like, yeah, we're just going to fuck this one up for the hell of it for posterity's sake. It didn't even have a stain. No, it, it didn't. Was so <laughs> it was nice, like man. there were so many bad decisions that needed to be made. No, strike that. There were so many memories that yeah. that truck could make for somebody, yep. that that was all just erased. Yep. So instead, it gets to be perfect and then die in two episodes of some dickhead's video. Yeah. How far did he take it, though? I mean, is it actually dead? I mean, Oh, he it? rolled it. Mm-hmm. He did. He slammed the door 2,000 times until the window broke. Yeah. He, he okay, tried. so that's not too bad. <laughs> Again, right, exactly. The, the, the next week, Fuck he's dropping it from a 75-foot tower to see if it'll survive a drop. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, Probably still got a good motor and everything. No, because he ran it without oil for yeah. 35 miles to see if it would run without oil. Oh, I mean, fuck him. Yeah. <laughs> At this point, honestly, it's like, the, it's like a child that tortures an animal. Yeah. It's like a yeah. child that takes it, a perfectly good animal and tortures it. Yeah. I feel the same way about that guy as I feel about children who torture animals. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. He's, he's like the kid that holds the magnifying glass over the ants. Yes. Yep. Yeah, That's exactly it. That's exactly right. When any normal kid would just stamp on the fuckers. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, look. We understand the concept about magnifying glasses and heat and fire and everything else. Once you do it one time, you feel bad. If you do it again, you're the special kid. Like, <laughs> still, yeah, that's you're, still you're, fascinating. You're the school psycho. That's yeah. exactly yeah. right. Yeah. So, hey, so our, the guests okay, that so came I'm today. I'm a little hurt right now. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh, no. You go over to John's house, you pick up his magnifying glass that says only for burning ants. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's a couple thousand tick marks. No, but these <laughs> Got another one. Mine too. Mine's the same one. So these guys drove all the way up. Just the Chris Smith too. Yes. Son. Yeah. Yeah. So they. So this Sunday we we had a little outing. Yep. And they might relate to that and have some stories okay. that yeah, go along yeah, with yeah, that. Right. So like we all beat the hell out of each other on on the SSRs again. Yeah. yeah. Oscar plied us with his amazing painkillers. Wow. Which enables us to do things that we probably shouldn't have been the doing on the bike. The most delicious painkiller I have drunk in the shadow of a wastewater treatment plant. Did I hear? <laughs> yeah. It was level yeah. seven or eight. I don't know. Oh, yeah. We were level eights by the time we yeah. were emptying yeah. it out there. Yeah. They, yeah. Were, they were strong. I was in bliss. I had Oscar all to myself for a the whole f- evening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, the first thing we almost. Uh, he's making painkiller level sevens for us. It was like. What happened there? I'm like, <laughs> yeah, we almost went through the one bottle, just the two of us. Yeah, at the Good first job. almost yeah. nice. And and that was almost, like, but that was only two painkillers a piece. Yeah, it was two painkillers. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It, it should have been paint thinners, but they, <laughs> <laughs> they were drinking those mind erasers. Like yes. Yeah. Yeah. They were drinking those mind erasers. Yep. Yeah. yeah. The, and uh, there was no pain after that. No. Oh, no. No. And then Duncan, you ran into on. The, at, at on the DGR, the yeah. only he has a GS850. As he well. was the only one riding a bike with a windjammer. Yeah, a Vetter, right? Oh, you got yeah. a Vetter on it. It wasn't on it then because I thought that was a reason of overheating and bullshit. So I took it off, and about two days later, oh yeah, you know, I was talking to him. I was like, oh, it's got a little bit too much oil in it. That might be a problem. He's like, yeah, you should check that. I took it out. I bought a you know a seven quart 
catch can. Yeah. It filled it to the brim <gasps> onto the floor. Wait, hold on. Oh. Logan, turn the mic up. It's not a Ford. It's in the front. So there you go. Oh, there you go. Yeah. oh yeah. Much better. Yeah, yeah. that sounds good. Yeah. The uh, Yeah, he'll, he'll just tilt it up for you just a spot. It, and, you know, th- that bike, it's only supposed to have a little over three. Right. It's three-quart bike, yeah. You know, plus the filter. And yeah. I have no idea how it's still running. It filled the crankcase. And it was, Do you yeah. think it might have been gas? I was going to say. Is there some? Oh, no. It was thick and soupy. It, <laughs> oh, it was? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I, I bought it, and yeah. I rode it back about 80 miles. I don't have a trailer or right. truck thing to haul it. And, you know, I probably pulled over inside the, the highway about eight, nine times because <gasps> wow. it was puking oil out, you know, right into the air box. Out of the breather. Yeah, yeah blowing, yeah. you know, big fucking plumes of smoke out the back. <laughs> and, you know, let it sit for a minute, you know, that comes out of the drain pipe, you know, covers yeah. the exhaust and hot oil. You know, yep. five minutes later, oh, you're good to go. Make another right. 10 miles. <laughs> so. You don't have to worry about it rusting. No. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's good. I'd say those valves are probably unstuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure, for sure. Yeah, everything... That's pressure based on that machine has been tested. Yeah. Yeah. Convi- convince yourself if it didn't push the seals out of that motor, you're good no, to go. Yeah. <laughs> 20,000 miles. No yeah. problem. You took three quarts, four quarts on a lot of that bike, and the bike just went, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Top speed increased by 90 miles. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel, t- I feel yeah. 10 pounds lighter. Exactly. <laughs> yes. And, and it was the first time the exhaust could breathe ever mm-hmm. in its yeah. life. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh my God. <laughs> Yeah, that's, I mean, that's saying something. So seven plus quarts. Yeah. Son of a bitch. Yeah, that's a lot of oil. (laughs) Yeah, that's like in Mad Max, he'd have been the savior. Yeah, Because he brought all that extra oil Oil. for all the other guys. Like, here, take it. So here's how we're going to do it. Carrying oil is really hard. Yeah. But if we put an extra three quarts in each one of our motorcycles, nobody will know. <laughs> we'll be good. <laughs> and at the end of the day, you know, it's better than no oil. Oh, it's absolutely yeah. better than no oil. Yeah. And six quarts of oil is bound to last longer than three quarts of oil, yeah. right? So you know, the economy. You only need to do an oil change every half as often. Right. <laughs> <laughs> My mileage went down to four, but it's no, okay. it was already bad. It was already bad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like 30. Well, you know what, though? In the spirit of Suzuki, you did kind of build a two-stroke. So (laughs) ultimately, you were using just as much oil as anybody that would have had a water buffalo or anything else. So, yeah. Well, there is a reason that the 850s have like a 72 gallon gas tank. Yes. (laughs) They don't get good good mileage. Not at all. Yeah. Yeah. They were, they were refined in many, many ways. Fuel economy was not one of them. Yeah. How a motorcycle with that much gas could only go 120 miles before you hit reserve is beyond me. Well, you have a shaft drive. You have all the things. It weighs 9,000 pounds. Yes, you you had all that together. Well, you know, it's also had the aerodynamic profile (laughs) of a chip wagon. I mean, that thing... I have seen Chevy P like step vans right. that are way more aerodynamic than a Suzuki 850. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. That's yeah. True. There's parts of that bike that are actually anti. Right. It's a square yeah. body. Oh, edges the air. <laughs> the yeah, edges the other. Yeah. It's like an old Winnebago. Yeah. 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 Where are we going to put all this air? Eventually it'll go under us. And it Fuck is it. heavy enough that like, you know, people say, oh, that bike's a boat anchor. It literally, some boats have used them. Oh, yeah. Large no, ships absolutely. have used them yeah. as boat anchors. Right. So. Well, I, you know, you just see the big enough Harley Davidson pull in and he just chains itself to the Suzuki. Because <laughs> nobody's going to resi- risk getting a Suzuki 850 for stealing a Harley. No. No, no. <laughs> Fuck no. You know what? We can steal that Harley right there, but you got to come home on the Suzuki real close to me. Fuck no, dude. Oh, no. No way. There's no way I'm bringing that in no, my No, you got to be a weirdo. That, like, yeah. you know. 
But it's having great motors and honestly, great motorcycles. Yeah, no, that's we a good fuck bike. Them. We fucking kid, but they're smooth as shit. It's, it, to this day, well, I like my Kawasaki now better, but that yeah. is still a smooth bike. Very smooth. Yeah, your Kawasaki is not together, though. He's just yeah. got to yeah. finish <laughs> dialing yeah. it in. That's all. He's just, nine, nine more months of uh, fiddle farting around. And, and then you turn it apart. Even right. more succulent than before. Yeah. yeah. It's just yeah. going to get better and fucking better. So, yeah, we went out on Sunday and we rode the piss out of our little SSR 125s. And it is a astonishing that they haven't broken yet. No. I have no excuse for why these motorcycles haven't broken. I I, I can get we've and changed the oil, we've adjusted the chain. We are doing smoother. I yes. can't believe it. Like when I adjusted the chain this last time, it's like a new bike. It's like yeah. a, it's like a Honda. It's crazy. No, how are you guys doing with yours? Yeah. So Same that's a level thing. seven um, painkiller talking over there. <laughs> <laughs> Got three of the 125s, yeah. two of the 70s. Yeah. The first day out, I bury a damn 70 in a in a culvert that i couldn't see haul ass and across the field i'm blowing along so now you're calling it the not so grand canyon my god <laughs> so i've done that um the white one i took over a wash and and you're not a 93 pound fella no and those bikes I'm, are rated for 68 pounds or something yeah yeah right. I, I bunny hopped them they, they, they do great <laughs> yeah, yeah they're they're meant for people like less than half his size yeah yeah, yeah, it's exactly yeah more than less yeah, yeah. when yeah, you got here you were telling us you had some adventures and some of your buddies and stuff maybe uh, have so, less limbs or something now or so we got <laughs> so we everybody's you know the granddad has ridden them um you know I inherited kids. I still have all the inherited kids. Oh, good. Oh, yeah, they, oh, also, they all still work. Yeah, they all still work. <laughs> so the program of reducing the cost of college yeah. by giving them mini bikes hasn't paid off no yet. Sling, yeah. up, no slings or braces or anything? Or? Well, hold on. There, hold yes, there, there's one. Oh. But it's not a kid. It's one of my buddies. Uh, oh, that doesn't count. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So we're, you know, second time I brought him out for the old guys. And uh, one of my buddies tries to do a wheelie and the other buddy sees, you know. Les sees Kelly do it, and Les follows along. I'll show you. So Les loops one out, <laughs> keeps one foot on the bike, one foot hits the ground, oh. and sideways. So it just peels his knee apart. Oh. Yeah. It, uh, MCL, ACL, just everything's gone in his knee. Uh, so that's the only casualty so far. Uh, so far. Sounds like he deserved it. Those it bikes, oh, man. <laughs> so would his have like the extended rear swing arm like ours kind of have? Yeah. So they're a little difficult. They don't really want to wheelie. No, they, there's no damn balance point. Like everybody in our group that is like, I'm pretty handy wheeling a bike. Right. Yeah. I can pretty much wheelie anything. I go out. I can wheelie these buddy scooters, these 125cc buddy scooters, put a nice little parking lot wheelie out on a bike with an automatic transmission, you know, whatever. It's right. fine. And I go out there and even after like three or four sessions, 10, 20 laps and be like, I know Two this painkillers. I got this. Yeah. Three or four painkillers. Right. And I'm like, I'm wearing a helmet. I can just do anything now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then here just, we go. Just wick it up and go for it. And I'm right. like, I did the same thing. Stand on the pegs. So I stand on the pegs, get my ba ass back off the bike, and then let the clutch out. And you can wheelie it, but you can't ride it. Right. Uh, it's yeah. just a chaos. It's just like... And second gear would be like the motor, yeah. dropping it, the clutch in second gear brings that front wheel perfectly up. Yep. You have the right RPM, right. Yep. the right torque. Yeah. But then it's like, oh, shit. Or, yeah. But there's yeah. no... You, yeah, there is no sweet spot. There's no sweet no, spot no, no. in second. No. But, you know, let's see. We've had them out quite a few times. Yeah. Big ass farm. We can yeah. actually get the the one twenty fives to full chat. Oh, you can get them uh, in fourth gear and yeah. go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What did you hit on it? 
Uh, I've hit 50. Yeah. And nice. I was on 45. And <laughs> nice. again, I'm not a slender read. And Grant, yeah. and also, I mean, that's impressive. I mean, guys are like, oh, wow, 50 miles an hour. But it's geared so low. Like, yeah. you also yeah. have the low end grunt. Yeah. So oh. 50, that's pretty impressive. Man. Our, you know? I had the one bike. I, I started Steve's bike in the shop. Yeah. And for whatever reason, I started it up or something. I kicked it in gear. And I, I quickly grabbed the front brake, and I looked down, and the, and the back wheel's just going. <laughs> <laughs> like, the thing turned yeah. into a farm implement. Yeah, no, they, well, it wouldn't stall. We've actually used them. We uh, herded cow with them. Get really? the wow. so yeah, really? They awesome. paid for themselves the first night I had them out. Right. So. Well, yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah. yeah we had um, what we're we're bringing them in. Yeah, we're and bringing some them in. To come feed in them so we. How many cows are we talking? We got like 20, 30 head. I, I don't know. Okay, if you say head, then that means it's cattle now, right? So now we can say cattle yeah, at that yeah. point. Yeah, right? it's cattle. Yeah, that's yeah. amazing. So you, 30, 30 live animals are out there, and you're rounding them up with SSRs. Yeah. So it's got the nice loud pipe and everything. Yeah, uh, and yeah you, no, it's fantastic. We need video of this. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So every time I've been out, we yeah. you we, have some GoPro. Yeah, we have some like GoPro stuff chest, on it. Yeah. GoPro chest, stuff. But, helmet mounts. Oh, that sounds amazing. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, we got, I don't know, probably at least three, four hours of footage. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, the guys at SSR would love that shit. Yeah. <laughs> and again, so the one, mine, yeah. uh, the white one, uh, I, one of the older boys, I let him, taught him how to ride a bike. Right. He can't figure out how to get the damn thing out of first gear. Oh, And okay. again, this is, yeah. we're getting the, ours up to 40, 50 miles right. an hour. All the room in the world. And he's running with us in first in gear. In first gear! <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So oh, at see. some point, I know I'm going to have to rebuild the white one. Well, of course you are. <laughs> yeah. See, yeah. he has the problem oh. getting out of first gear. I have the problem getting into, into first, first gear. gear right. Yeah. So it, it's yeah. gotten to the point where I've become way too impatient. Yeah. Because every time I'll kill the bike. Right. Yep. So I just I throw Take it, it and dump in, the clutch. Yeah. Dump the clutch and go. Yeah, and go. And I go. Yeah. The first gear on them is crisis low. Yeah. So we found that on our the area where we're riding is. Not even three acres. I don't know how big is that, John. That's it's pretty oh, small. Uh, it's three acres. It's three acres, yeah. yeah. And we've cut a really nice course, you know, mm -hmm. so we've made a really nice course out of it, and we've got some more challenging spots and some not-so-challenging spots. Well, it got better when Steve pulled the the, the giant roll of... Um, Concertina wire? Yeah, barbed wire. Barbed yeah. wire. Yeah. Like, there was a corner where we almost always crashed, <laughs> yeah. right? and it was grass, tall grass. Yeah, we, we didn't had know no it in the middle of it. There was a full spool of barbed wire just sitting in the grass. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. Oh, God. Rusty. Keeps the cattle out. Rusty-ass barbed wire hanging out in the middle of a turn. I'm using the zero turn, and it, like, cuts about half of the grass. Yeah. Then Steve's like, oh, I hit the fucking... I'm like, well... <laughs> what yeah, else? you hit a fucking eighty-pound roll of barbed wire. It's going to make a noise. I think we need to sharpen the blades on that. Yeah, you might have. To. <laughs> the, uh, but it's uh, it's hilarious that I've got. I was riding around like a tractor. Uh, yeah. Steve's at work, and I was like, "All right, there's a hill there. I'm a big guy. I'm just going to sit on it." And I'm first gear. Right. I'm almost not going to give it any gas. Just right. see if it'll and take just, me up this hill. No problem. No. Go up a hill, turn around, yeah. go back down. Like any little thing you want, like just it'll just chug up anything. I'm yeah. not even giving it gas. Just give yeah. it a, just enough to keep it going. It'll just be like. Burp, burp, burp. I'm doing berm shots now in third. Right. Yeah. So it's the weirdest thing. Is like I was down. I like in the course of our circuit that we made, I was pretty much very comfortable doing it in two and three, two and three, yep. two and three. 
And so it's like two, three, two, three, two, three. And I was like, God, I'm just killing myself here. And I'd like to get my left foot out a lot more. So maybe if I just fucking left it in three and I tried the leaving it in two thing, but I could right. like, I, my brain was not cool with the noises the bike was right. making. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, it's a single and it's piston doesn't even go up. It goes forward. And I was like, yeah, this motor's not built for a ton, but ton, But that makes ton you go rips. faster every know, time. Every time it goes forward. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, it just keeps moving the bike forward. And they don't have, when we were doing the 20-foot drags that turned yeah. into 70-foot drags yeah. that turned into hitting stuff. Don't hit the boat. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I shifted, and I don't think no, it ever no. hit the red line. I don't think no. it ever... It, there is it, no rev limiter. Yeah, no, it's just valve float. That's yeah. I mean that's rev limiter. <laughs> yeah. But not yeah. no no kidding. I did figure out that third gear and leaving it in third gear, and then just p- dumping the clutch on the berm shot. So when we get into yeah. that turn one, that is just so dug out perfectly now mm-hmm. that I can stab the bike into it where I would normally be downshifting to two. I'm not. I'm leaving it in third. I'm just saving a little energy and then dropping the clutch on it like a madman, and the bike just. How the fuck does it dig out of third gear? I don't know, but you know what else? I've had big motorcycles that don't dig out of third gear. It was nuts, but yeah. I, we also learned this week, well, at least I did, um, I put two bars of air. I don't know, the 20, 20 28 pounds. 20, well, the, the company recommends 22. Well, 28 works. <laughs> yeah. It works better. I yeah. like 28. Yeah. So, I mean, the company recommends 22 PSI in the tires. Yeah. So, you know, season to taste, you know, I air pressure. I think I want to air mine up a little bit because I, I had some of what you were talking about. It just feels like you almost have a flat Squiggly. tire or something. Yeah, no, you well, get I think, that yeah. I, think, I think 22 yeah. PSI is great for a dude that's not us. <laughs> you mean for a kid our friend yeah. bagel oscar would do great with our 22. friend bagel has the thing about air pressure because he did the cannonball so many oh, times right. oh, on yeah. a scooter on a vespa and he knows like, like he's himself you know what he weighs plus his gear plus his cargo and he knows that it's like okay so the manufacturer's recommended air pressure for that tire that 12 inch oh, tire okay. is this but he's carrying x amount of load on top of it so actually He's not going to run the 29 that it asks for in the front. He's going to run 34. So 65. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. So he's done the math to figure out what that is. And of course, yes, air pressure is, you know, it took me about a month of running on a track before somebody was nice enough to tell me, hey, dipshit, you're not actually supposed to have 36 pounds of air in your tire. And I was like, well, that's what it says on the sticker on the side of the bike. And he's like, you're on a racetrack. <laughs> like, we're doing all kinds of shit you're not supposed to do on the street right. here. Get that down to about 28. And you won't crash as much. Right. And I was like, hey, guess what? I'm not crashing as yeah, much. You increased your contact. I increased my contact yeah, yeah. patch and everything got better. Right. Yeah. I squished. I grabbed my front brake and there actually generates heat and traction as opposed to brown underwear. Getting. That's <laughs> like getting in all senses. Yes. Man. Oh, yeah. Blue green, blue green, blue green, blue green, blue green. Where the fuck am I? I don't even think I'm on a track anymore. <laughs> They're not supposed to be corn in turn one. <laughs> if SSR builds a 125 quad runner, I will buy one. They build all kinds of quads. I don't think they have a 125. I don't know. I, I mean, I will tell you, what I, the way we act around here at the shop, it's hilarious, but I had a kid come in today that had been through, like, he'd had the Apollo version of it, and he's like, he spent a lot of money building his Apollo dirt bike, a tra- pit bike, up to be perfect. And he's like, yeah, I borrowed a friend of mine's SSR 125 and stock out of the box. It's way better than the Apollo I put like $2,000 into. So I was like, oh, that's good to hear. I like that. Well, that's when I was uh, on, when I had the, the Chinese Grom, I didn't the intend grim. to grim. Yeah, the Grim. <laughs> I didn't intend to do anything with it. I just wanted to use it as a pit bike, right? right? Yeah. But, you know, I just wanted to see what's going on. So you join the forum, as I said, and the other thing. And these guys, they get these things I'm like, oh, I got mine for $950. 
And then like six months later, like I have twenty nine hundred dollars into mine, and it's better than a Grom. And you're like, no, no, it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> and it's, it's definitely not. It's definitely not, not better yeah. than a Benelli. No, definitely. Right. Yeah. And so you could have had a bike that you could have just been riding for the last six months, but you know. I don't but know. you had to dick around with it and send it out for the ECU flash. <laughs> <laughs> It's in the garage, yeah. up on a box. Next wah, Thursday wah. when you ride it, you can suck my dick. <laughs> <laughs> so where do you send the ECU to get flashed? Two-wheel dyno tuners. Oh, yeah. It's in uh, Washington State. Okay. And uh, they, they, no, they do it in one day, and then they send, it back, they send it back uh, express. It'll be here Friday. It'll be back in my hands Friday. And tomorrow. They, yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, they exactly. have an electric one. Electric who? SSR makes a little electric quad. Oh, yeah, they do. Yeah, they don't have anything in the way of gasoline-powered quads I see here. They're big in the side-by-side, so I keep getting uh, keep getting. Do they still have, like, those. the Buccaneer or whatever, the 200 No, the Buccaneer, uh, the Buccaneer 250 yeah, motorcycle. Yeah. Uh, dead sexy until you got close to it and you realized how small it was. But, the uh, but yeah, that's the, the SSR Buccaneer. And, well, I'll pull it up just because it's fun to look at it. But you got to find time, a picture of it with the dude on it, like you said, because oh, like it looks are, really good. Know, it looks fantastic. About, oh, the motorcycle looks fucking yeah, beautiful. It looks so good until you see it in scale with a human being. Uh, it's one of those things that looks like, you know, you're right. looking at it, and you're like, oh, that thing's gorgeous. It looks like a V7. Like a V7 like, yeah, right? There's nothing yeah. wrong yeah, with it. It's totally out. cool. Like, there's, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that motorcycle yeah. until you see a small human on it. And then you're like, <laughs> it's a three quarter bike. Wait a second. Like I have t- been there. So that's the Queen Mary. So I was there on my CB 400 F and I realized that that bike is a lot smaller than my CB 400 F. And it's just one of those things that the Buccaneer is not a big motorcycle, but it is, it does have a lot of very, very, you know, panache. it's pretty, it's, it's got some panache. That's exactly right. It's Let got some panache. How can Chinese manufacturers get the, the ratio the right? right? <laughs> but then like every dude on Craigslist is like, I want the seat to end by the gas tank. Yeah. Like, like, yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a, that's a, that's always a crime. Right it's a there. hate crime to motorcycles. Yeah, it is. The, uh, again, there are how, how the mighty have fallen, but to me, there has <laughs> never been anything as bad as the gap that exists on this particular motorcycle because what the <laughs> fuck Ducati oh. uh, look the front 90% of this motorcycle is just liquid sex there's yeah. nothing wrong with a GT1000 it's a beautiful motorcycle but who 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 caught this bike on its first day of prison what the fuck happened to this bike it looks like it's another bike it looks like you're it looks like you're at the auction and you're like oh man what hit that what hit that exactly the GT1000 this motorcycle is so beautiful on the front end and then it's like one of those stupid southern you know, no. squat trucks or whatever they, it, it's, just, <laughs> it's the opposite Dogs. of a squat. The Carolina truck. squat. The Carolina yes. squat. Oh yeah. my God. This is like, they lifted the back end of the motorcycle. No, could you get smaller shocks and fix it? Well, that's with a human being sitting on it. Yeah. That's not fixable. It's awful. It <laughs> is awful. And the riding position is not great. I mean, that's with the handlebar risers and everything else going on. But so the answer is, all, everyone always says, can you fix that? Like, is there a way to fix it? And the answer is, no, you just basically put the exhaust into the negative space. So you just basically make the exhaust go higher until the exhaust fills up that space. Because literally, this motorcycle, the back of it looks like a Yamaha dirt bike. Yeah. Mm. Right? Like a Yamaha dirt bike from the 70s. Well, 
With extra four inches. <laughs> with an extra 19 inches of travel. It's like, what were they planning on doing with this motorcycle that they needed to have so much travel? Here's another way to fix it. GV bags. Oh, yeah. There you go. <laughs> you put GV bags on it, you almost don't notice it, right? You, you, you literally almost just no, don't notice it. But it is. The motorcycle is so beautiful in certain light, you know? There's just ways that you can shoot it. You can take pictures of it a certain way and people won't notice how fucking awful it is right it's there. It's what's up front that counts. It is what's up front that counts. And I will tell you that just like other motorcycles will mention, this is a hard bike to wheelie. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. It's a kind of a hard bike to wheelie. It is not an easy machine to get the front wheel up in the air on, yet it's got a 1,000cc. It's two-valve motor. It's not a, a super powerhouse, but it's enough. Mm-hmm. But there's no question about it, like... I love that motorcycle so, so much until I got one. And then it was all over at that point. It's fucking, I don't care about him now. So we'll burst. Yeah. Bubble burst. Indeed. See this picture right here. Photoshop. <laughs> it's a guy doing a wheelie on a yellow one. Now, I'm not saying it's actually Photoshop. I'm just saying it's not. No, that's the suspension most... so tall. He's actually at 12 o'clock. <laughs> he's, at 12, he's at 12 o'clock. The bike's at about 630. <laughs> the bike's going to get there a little after he does. Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> yeah. The bike's going to get there late, I assure you. But yeah, but that's that. That's an example of a motorcycle that's just like, wow, man. Uh, but anyway, I digress. But the Buccaneer, uh, there, there's still a promotion email that we get that's like, if you have a Buccaneer, you can sell a Buccaneer to a customer and give them like a thousand dollars of like loyalty cash. Ooh. And I'm like, what dealer still has a 2018 Buccaneer on their floor? I want to meet this guy because yeah. this guy is the hardcore of hardcore. Like, I own my inventory. I'll keep it until I sell it. You can't make me sell my inventory below its value because of some ambiguous date on a calendar when I'm being charged more interest. Right. Fuck you. I own my shit. But if you're a dealer and you still have a 2018 anything on your floor, you're not in America. <laughs> Every dealership I know oh, I yeah. go into is a fucking ghost town. I went, I got oil. I, I think I told you, I don't think it was on the podcast. I think I just stopped in. Um, I was uh, in Menor. I went to Western Reserve Honda. Uh-huh. They have four motorcycles in their entire showroom. And they're all customers' bikes in for service. Oh, they're all used. <laughs> they all got they're all on. used. I think yeah. they have one new Africa yeah. Twin. Some I don't even know. It's like a Honda chopper still. Okay. Like whatever the Honda. A Fury? No. A, yeah, yeah. Maybe a oh Fury my God. or something. Yeah. And, and like a mini bike. That's it. They have nothing else in that whole shop. That's a full. That's an. That's a full size adult on the. Uh, hey, how many straps did they have? I mean, or were those still on sale? If, yeah, they have a bunch. They have a pile of straps up there. I mean, I would even sponsor a pair of straps for every person on the podcast because for you were they twenty four bucks a piece, something like that. Yeah, for a set of two. Yeah, and th- those were good straps, right? They I were really good. I, have, I I didn't. You know, I looked at them. They were really cool, and I'm like, you know what? I want those. I'll get you a set. I'll get you a set. I'll be out there for work. I could throw you. Were they some special money. in some way? They're, yes, they're good in every way. They're good. Really? Yeah. Honda straps. Oh, and they have they have a carabiner at the end, and yeah. the ends when you pull it down, they're perfect length, so you can put the end through the carabiner. Yeah. And they're not just, ratchets. There's ca- they're cam locks, well, but they're but two they, inches wide. So they have the hook, but then it goes around your handlebar and then hooks to the hook, and yeah. It worked. I mean, like, I've never felt a bike that's so... And they're shorties. They don't have any extra length. They're no. just And they're about two oh. inches wide. The and last they say, bike... And they say, Honda. Yeah, that's important. <laughs> but the last time I went to Michigan to buy the other 850, I had all these other straps. And every five minutes, I had to tighten them and retighten them. And I almost lost the bike and all this. Because but the, wait, the, wait, 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 wait. Okay, so he's got the... Yeah. But those say Cleveland Moto on them. No, it doesn't say Honda. What the fuck? Well, that's a ratchet strap, though. See, that's a what lot of work. What the fuck is this? Pass it around. Oh, no shit. 
Look at him. He's been snaking us. Yeah, I don't know what you guys are talking about with these fancy well, leftover if we knew this Honda exist, If we knew this existed, we'd have talked to you. But Shit. <laughs> Where's mine? <laughs> God damn it. Oh, security yeah. works nice. Yeah. That's the demo. That is yours. Ooh. Yeah, that's the demo. <laughs> well, so they were pretty much like that, but not not a not a ratchet. Yeah, it's just a cam. Just so like I ordered them two way. I ordered them with a cam, and I ordered them with a ratchet, and they got carabiners on both ends. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, that's what that's what I have, but now I want those too. Yeah, I only ordered. <laughs> I think I only ordered two hundred of those. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> that's a nice sound. Yeah, it's a nice sound, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. That could also be you know used as some foley effects for you know some weapon being cocked. Yeah. yeah. The uh, and then he blew her face off. The uh, but yeah. Anyway, but you know, world finding the world of ratchet straps. I mean, straps are important to people with motorcycles. It I, is. You know, I just went and bought yeah. another set. I didn't buy anything great. I got mm-hmm. huskies or whatever, but they're a lot better. But looking at those compared to my old Harbor Freight ones, the yeah. orange you, ones. Have like, you ever seen our giving bucket? So the giving bucket we have in the back of the shop here. We've got no less than 200 or 300 straps that are all straps that companies use to package their, you know, their motorcycles to us. You just throw them anywhere, Eli. Just chuck them on the ground over there or whatever. Yeah. It's a fucking strap. You can't break it. Yeah. Uh, but, <laughs> well, yeah, I mean. Free you can. <laughs> okay. If you can break a strap, you, brought the, you bought the wrong strap. Right, right. Because I have driven over Harbor Freight straps. It's no bueno. Oh, they're flat. They survive. They do not survive. No. Oh, oh yeah. No, you fucking no. drive over a Harbor Freight strap. Even a fucking cam. Like, even like what, one moving part. Right. Fucked. Just well, broken. we figured out. Yeah. I, I forget who I was talking to, but we figured out that the metal that for the Harbor Freight straps, yeah. that's recycled tinfoil. Yes. That's, they, yeah. they took all the tinfoil from all the hamburgers and stuff. They, they took all together. the tinfoil from all the hamburgers. Dan and yogurt cups and stuff, <laughs> yeah, and they're yeah. just like, we're yeah. going to make tie-down straps out yep, of it. That's it. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah they, uh, tie-down straps are fucking super important. Uh it's well, time for me to get new ones on my truck because I have the moose, uh, the moose racing tie down straps. Because I don't know if you've ever seen a moose, but they're really fucking hard to tie down. And uh, they're. Uh, I just like the fact that it's the last thing anybody thinks of. So you're hauling around whatever. Yeah. Two thousand to eight to twenty thousand dollar motorcycle, but you're right. gonna slap a four dollar strap on it and be like, "Ah, oh, it's good. I'm gonna, I'll get it." Home. I don't give a shit if I'm just hauling a sheet of plywood for Lowe's. I want a good strap on there because I don't <laughs> want that shit falling off and slicing yeah. somebody in half or something. You know? Right. Like, no, you're right. You're right. I bought a whole bunch of the Moose uh, brand because they have the carabiners on them. Yeah. You know, and the carabiners are nice because no matter how good you are at tying some shit in. It can pop. Oh, no. Like, you come out of a driveway in your truck. You come out at anything other than straight on. The truck's going to do this. And that is the scientific test used for every (laughs) tie-down strap in the world. Is that just like, dunk, 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 dunk. Side wiggle. Oh, yeah. And so any strap that's just got a hook on it. Right. So, like, we have people bringing bikes in all the time, and you're like, they made it all the way here from Kansas, right? And their shit is still upright. They take this last little fucking dive into my <laughs> parking lot, parking lot yeah. and I watch the motorcycle do the, I'm a trebuchet. <laughs> <laughs> it like, takes all the energy of the entire truck right, yeah. and puts, like, 4,600 pounds of force into destroying a perfectly good motorcycle. <laughs> like, the guy, you know he lovingly pushed it up the ramp. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know he tied it in carefully. Probably used three or three or four old Harley Davidson T-shirts to wrap yeah, it around to make, make sure, sure nothing got scratched. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, he hits that off-camber shit coming into my driveway, and the bike just goes, Compression, <laughs> which releases the left strap, because the hook is just like that, you know. 
looks like Paul's dick. And like, <laughs> it's, sorry, Paul. The, uh, <laughs> but it's just, you know, it releases because gravity, you know, like it just releases. So if there's no clip or no safety mechanism on your hook, right. Then you're just fucked, you know? Here's yeah. a pro tip that I, it's not, I didn't come up with this. Everybody else in the whole world knows this, but I, I, I fortunately, somebody told me a long time ago. So then is it a pro tip? Well, it is because okay. I saw a guy doing this on the way back, also touring a bike when I was coming back from Michigan. Yeah. He had a Harley, and he had it strapped in, but he had it on the side stand. Yeah. So how much of an evil, like, like he's bending everything. No, nah, so side stands are a, a very freaky science. Really? So you can work with the side stand, but the trick is you don't put it all in the side stand. Oh, right. this dude had it. The bike was like this, and the straps were just Was the side it. stand poking through the bottom of his trailer? Not yet. Then he I probably didn't tighten it enough. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. I, I do the same yeah. thing. I'll put yeah. them on the side stand. Yeah. Tighten it, and then pull it. Exactly. Then you go the other way. Right. Yeah. You do a no load. you got to get it away from yeah. the side You do a no load on the side stand side. Right. You do a no load there, just yeah. enough to take up the slack. And then you use the right one. To pull it up. Because look, man. Some of us have to load bikes alone. No, 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 no. I get that. <laughs> we don't have helpers. No, no. I get the fact you have to put it on the side stand yeah. to load it. But I'm yeah. saying dudes are like, they think yeah. that, okay, I just have to snug it down on the side stand yeah. and so, then when you're hitting bumps. Right. A Harley-Davidson side stand is stronger than God. Like, <laughs> no shit. They just fucking are, man. Like, like a Jiffy stand and shit like that, that stuff's stronger than God. But you take a Zero or something like this where it's got a cast side stand. That's what I'm saying. Like you, that not, shit is like made of angel farts like you can't trust cast side stands you but, don't you don't put any stress on them but if you pull it down on the suspension right yeah. and you're hitting like like you're in michigan and you're yeah. doing the whoop track yeah. right? <laughs> right. like you, your bike can actually kind of move with the suspension yeah. oh, yeah. you're not yeah. putting any load on any exactly. frame member anything right. if you have it strapped down on that fucking right. side stand oh, you're yeah. you're putting all that load Absolutely. into some part of the sure. motorcycle that's what i'm saying no you're right yeah. you're not wrong no, I mean I'm I'm never 100 percent right ever. <laughs> you don't want to put 100 percent of your load into the motorcycle, <laughs> right? Always save a little bit for the happy side. <laughs> so what about a hitch carrier? What's the heaviest bike you'd put on one of those? I can tell you, I have exceeded the GVWR of a 550 pound Versahall by a bit. <laughs> I mean, I, I have put I have put some seven hundred pound, eight hundred pound motorcycles into a class three hitch. Keeping in mind that I understand that like there's the engineering rule of twenty five to fifty percent, mm-hmm. you know, overage kind of thing. Um, but I have just been it's like any port in a storm, man. If if I happen to have the money in my pocket and the guy who's like. Well, you know, I really need this heroin, so I really I could see this motorcycle disappearing, and I'm like, well, I happen to have a Versa Hall, so game on. And yeah, I, I've I've gone way the fuck over what you're supposed to. I mean, all those Versa Halls because they're class three, the rating is all class three based, so it's like 500 or 550 pounds. But the trailer hitch that ends up on the back of most RVs isn't a class three. It's a class four or a class five. And so those have a 750 pound tongue load rating. So, yeah, you can get pretty rowdy with those. And the hole's the same size hole. It's still a two inch by two inch box that you can put in for a class three. Now, if you show up in your Honda Element with a little fucking, you know, little tiny one inch, you know, square on it, it's a class two then you better not put certain people I know on the back or just going to fucking <laughs> buckle, you know. There was like a Nissan Sentra on her way up yeah. there. She had like some kind of box carrier on the back. Yeah. 
and just a cooler. And I don't know what the hell she had in the cooler, but the whole damn thing was yeah, you know, it, two it inches was, from the ground. Really? Yeah, yeah, it was. And and I mean, those vehicles don't give you right. any authority on the rear shocks right. at all, anyway. Because right. our walleye <laughs> in the cooler, and it's a fucking Yeti, and a Yeti cooler weighs like nine hundred pounds right. empty, yeah. or so. You know, you'll have that. But that's just mostly. You can always tell people who own a Yeti because they have stickers. Oh, yeah. Everywhere no, on yeah. everything yeah. broadcasting, if they have yeah. a Yeti, they, they're yeah. making yeah. sure everyone knows. It's like you ever run into a guy who has a Yeti that does CrossFit. <laughs> <laughs> You'll know if you they'll do. They'll tell you. Yeah, they'll tell you. Yeah, <laughs> I picked up a Yeti once, and I was like, "That's not going to work, dude." This Yeti, <laughs> this Yeti will keep my soda cold for seven days. Yeah, if you oh, can keep okay. a beer in your cooler for seven days, <laughs> you got a problem. You're not drinking. <laughs> yeah. yeah, where did you go, and why didn't you come back? Right, your body is out in the woods somewhere. <laughs> And, yeah. and your buddies drank your beer. Yeah, your buddies probably drank your beer. <laughs> I'd, uh, I like a nice cooler. To me, a definition of a good cooler is a cooler that I can stand on the floor of my garage and throw it up into the rafters. Right. Because yeah. that's how I load my coolers out at the end of the summer. I just, you know, give them a quick once over with the, you know, the bleach and whatnot. And then I just stand on the ground and I just throw them up into the shelves. Right. And the rafters. It's about 10 feet or so. And I don't think I could do that with a Yeti. Because that shit comes back at you. <laughs> You're fucked, man. You can't fight off a falling Yeti. Well, put mirror in front of you. Well, they're all stabby, too. Like, the Yeti doesn't have a single rounded edge. Mm-mm. Yeah, no. it's all... It's all sharp and pointy. Yeah. Yeah, you throw a, you throw a Yeti at your buddy. <laughs> Fuck. No, no, you're done. And now they make all the fake Yetis. I know. So I was I at Walmart, and they have, like, the not Yeti. The Getty? Soon enough-y. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. not, not Yeti, but soon. You know, and they have that, and it's a fake Yeti, and it's still like two hundred bucks. I think I literally think they call them the Abominables because it's like the, you know, oh you, you know, or something oh, like that. Fucking hell, man! But I, that's, would, uh, I would ask yeah. people uh, if you're buying a cooler, right, to consider buying an igloo cooler. Yeah, igloo coolers are still made in the USA. Are they really? Yeah, it's that's one fucking of, cool. I didn't know that. Reasonably priced and very efficient in yeah. the, in their operation. All right, yeah, Coleman, that, that's Coleman a, as well. Mm-hmm. Is Coleman we, we still actually, US made? We actually make them. Some of them in Wichita. Get the fuck oh, wow. out of here. Oh, on behalf of that, for fucking sure. Um, another cooler that we strongly recommend here at the Cleveland Moto Podcast, uh, which is, of course, made by Coleman, uh, is uh, the Oscar. And everybody should have an Oscar. Uh, the Oscar cooler, if you can lay your hands on an Oscar, uh, there's nothing quite like having an Oscar on the back of your bike. So you can get an Oscar cooler. I do strongly recommend getting an Oscar. Come on, man. I don't even have one. You I don't like, have an Oscar? I don't really exist. You need to get yourself on eBay, uh, man. I need to get Oscar. one. I like, to, Oscar. I like to get a good fat sausage and put it in my Oscar cooler. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yep, there you go. Get a Coleman Oscar. Because why not? It's a fucking How Oscar. How long will it take? Yeah. You can fit anything <laughs> in an Oscar. You can fit anything in an Oscar. That's exactly right. If you're brave enough. Yep. Yeah. At least yeah. a couple sausages. So get yourself a fucking Oscar. <laughs> yeah, so that's cool. Put of all your meat a, in an Oscar. Yeah, but careful, because the top's a little loose sometimes. Hey. At this point, it's really loose. <laughs> and sometimes it'll leak. <laughs> Look, I've been poor on weekends, but I've never been styrofoam cooler poor. Like, I've had some bad oh, weekends yeah. out, but I've never been, like, styrofoam cooler weekend out. You're like, right. okay, well, what are we going to need, Phil? We're going to need a couple of bags of ice, and we're going to need a, a cooler, and we're going to need And I've never gone in and been like, yeah, give me the styrofoam cooler. Because right. no, because the second... You pick it up, it's broken. Right. Yeah. Those things are unsurvivable. No. Yeah. That's the shit my stuff comes in. Like, like things I buy <laughs> come inside of those coolers. 
Yeah. Steaks yeah. and stuff come inside of those coolers. Well, and, and yeah. most of, the funny part is, is like if you get like some kind of a thing sent to you, yeah. those are much better than the styrofoam ones that you have to buy. Oh. Like I've gotten, I've gotten like a, my, oh, I'm sorry, my wife's friend had, like they're traveling right now, so they're right. having their stuff sent to our house. Her insulin came in this fucking little cooler. And the thing is bad. I'm like, that's a fucking cool. It's like a hard, like really oh, hard yeah. foam kind of thing. But yeah, I mean, like, you know. <laughs> the now, wait a minute. I had a styrofoam cooler that I had for like 15 years. A big one. Really? And it survived that. No problem. Well, of course, the outside was clad in aluminum. Oh. Oh, okay. Oh. All right. yeah. <laughs> okay, hold on. Yeah. <laughs> Chris Smith has a styrofoam boat in his house. Is it still there? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is it the shark? And, and it was titled. What? Wow. His, I saw his boat. I looked up and I swear to God, I thought he'd had a fucking like a foam cooler problem in his garage and they'd all gotten together and made like unity. Like I thought they'd bred and they'd bred into the shape of a boat. And I think I might not, I might be wrong, but my memory serves. It might be a sailboat. Is it a sailboat? Yeah, there's a story behind that. It's a fucking so is it a smart? sailboat. What is it called? A snark? It's it's called a hummingbird. Hummingbird. Okay. So so my dad had five kids, and uh, could save about a dollar a week, and so he spent two years saving a dollar a week to buy this boat for a hundred dollars, and uh, we would take it down to um, Brad Street's Landing. He would throw it on the top of the station wagon and tie it down. And we'd go down there and we'd dunk it in and then it had a mainsail and a tiller and a centerboard. And uh, we'd whip back and forth. Uh, and my dad knew nothing about, about sailing. He, he, went, he went and took out a book from Rocky River Public Library on sailing. Nice. And, uh, you know, my mom had, so we had five kids. kids so there's four of us. Your mom had five kids? Well, uh, well <laughs> there were five kids in the family. Let, let me put it that way. And the youngest one was two too small for a, um, a life jacket. But the rest of us would go out there with my dad. And he's whistling along and uh, had a little a little area in the back where he could put his beer in there, throw ice in there, and beer. <laughs> Better. And I, 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 I yeah. still got it. You just chuck it on the floor. And if so, it sank, you just cut that part out, and then you had a foam cooler. <laughs> so I, I was trying to find out if that company's still around, because I would donate it back to the company or to oh, the, yeah, yeah. the sailboat museum or something like that. And they don't seem to answer their phone when I call no anymore. Shit, really? Yeah. Um, there's been uh, one thing in my life I've ever Googled and didn't get a, res- a result on. Yeah, hummingbird. And it's hummingbird boat. And in did fact, did you put hummingbird styrofoam? I'm boat? going to actually go one step further, and I'm going to go styrofoam sailboat. And Casey's, you know, it's Casey's so brand name. Uh, yeah, and we still have the paperwork for it too. It's What's hilarious. That? That's got to be that thing down there, right? Which Look. Thing? Those two right there. I'm gonna say I've been in Chris's garage and see that right there. Yeah, that thing. Like yeah, that, that's that's kind of it. That's kind of where it is. Yeah, it's it's got the. I and think my dad got the upgrade. What I think is funny is I think it might have been a cool cigarette promotion. <laughs> <laughs> but I think if you, if you smoked enough enough Camel Cash, they gave you the Camel the Cool Boat. Yeah. You know so, how many people are pissed off that the the satin jacket they got from Marlboro also cost them forty nine million dollars in cancer. In cancer, but it does look to me like that Pepsi Hall. Doesn't that look like your boat? Chris? Yeah, it's a, we have a, a little deeper draft. It is a little deeper draft? Okay, all right. So maybe it looks like that. But, you know, if we get it down and uh, put it on the water and step into it, it, we'll it's go vaporize. Yeah, we'll go right through I've it. I've seen what happens to old helmets in here. Like yeah. somebody's like, oh, yeah. oh, I don't know. Uh, my it looks like was, the same tiller, though, I'll tell you that. My helmet was under the seat of my bike for the past 19 years, and you pull it out, <laughs> and you hold it up in the air, and all the foam falls Oof. out of it. Yeah. You're like, yeah. 
Well, yeah. if there's a pond at Bandcamp, I'll haul oh it up there. And, that right. thing is going to last. Yeah. It is actually better huh? to take that thing and put ice in it. Cool. Oh, yeah. And anyway, use it as a cooler. But aren't yeah. they talking about bringing back Viking burials? So oh. that could oh, be like a big take. Like you could start making styrofoam boats and then you just touch right. them. Touch a match to it. Yep. Yeah. Oh, Woof, there it goes. Yeah. That's it. Woof, just there make a light. Is. Yeah. Only thing better would be like a Bakelite boat. <laughs> yeah. There's the there's Chris's actual styrofoam boat. <laughs> <laughs> just right there. It's a, Wait, we didn't get a joke. No. Oh, uh oh. Nothing. No pressure. No jokes. Oh, nothing yet. Nothing no yet. No pressure. Okay. No jokes. Okay. The uh, but uh, but yeah. Back to motorcycle nonsense. The uh, so what did we else? Did we also talk about anything else? Was there, was there any other homework I gave out today? Uh, oh, the, the, hey, I, the car. I, the car. And I sent a text on a bunch of uh, Harleys for sale over in uh, oh, yeah. off of Gov Deals in Newburgh Heights, just yeah. over at 77. Yeah, and, and those are all, you said 2003? Yeah. Yeah. And so those are all off on Gov Deals. Gov Deals, right? yeah. And uh, that's an interesting thing because... Now, you know... I wonder if those are City of Cleveland or City of Newburgh. That's what I, I was wondering, I, too. I, I think they're Newburgh. I think they're Newburgh. Okay. Yeah, because I know Newburgh has some of their own bikes, and City of Cleveland probably wouldn't still be riding any 2003s. Mm. There were bikes laying around. Oh, yeah, just no, hanging out. If we could get a few and then paint some skulls on them, we could quadruple our money. Hey! What well. color were they? Uh, I think they're all black. Well, black and silver, black and white. Yeah. Silver. Black and silver, I Cleveland. Know. That's Cleveland. That's Cleveland. And, yeah. and none of them were over 3500 bucks. Yeah, Ooh. and I mean, and that's, so having bought a few police motorcycles in my time, <laughs> that might be high. So police motorcycles, especially 18-year-old police motorcycles, they're not getting rid of them because they're still running. They're getting rid of them because they've scavenged shit off of them. And uh, so looking at gov deals, because this will all be over by the time this drops, um, that was... Uh, that link you sent out, I wonder, is it actually GovDeals.com? Yeah, yeah, GovDeals, yeah. Yeah, so we'll, I've got a membership on that, so we'll just look at that. And then there's also five uh, 2014 Zero uh, DFS 114s. Yeah, and that's, uh, so that's an interesting thing, because that's a 2014. It was kind of one of the last years that the Zero had the old school motor that had the magnets uh, bonded, means glued, to the outside of the motor, or to the outside of the rotor. And so I did... I personally think that, let me rephrase that. There's a reason Cleveland Moto didn't start carrying zeros until about 2016. Take that for what it's worth. Yeah. So, you know, there's a reason we said no in 2014. So yeah, Emergency text. Emergency text. Uh, Dan from Cincinnati said, we're about full on Dan Camp. Is anybody from Cleveland Moto coming down to Dan Camp, which is now Band Camp, moved to Dan Camp in Kentucky? And it's the same weekend as formerly band camp right yes so do we know the the dates of that uh i can find out okay figure that out father's day weekend yeah so now there is uh there is a harley davidson you know a couple of harley davidsons that are in the westlake police department but those are you know 10k a piece so the uh june 17th through the 20th there you go it's my (laughs) birthday weekend so oh what's that oh yeah that's a Benjamin Danklin. <laughs> yeah. Way to go. So anybody? Anybody want to go to? Well, a- I, yeah, June 17th, uh, June 17th weekend. Yeah. Th- that yeah. was about a four or five hour drive or something like that. What was the? It's in Leesburg, Kentucky. Yeah. So about four or five hours. No. It, I won't be showing up. But okay. I wish I could. It sounds fun. Oh, and that's I nothing. Know. 
Four or five hours? That's not I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've done 14 to 15 hours just coming up here. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's when you realize how big your state is. Like when you're like, oh, look, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, they're all rather small compared yeah. to the big square states. Yeah, yeah the yeah. big square states go on forever. You said Leesburg, Kentucky? Yes, sir. Yeah. So so there you go. We'll see how yeah, we'll take a look and see what that what the mileage is on that. So that is uh, five hours and 19 minutes away. So just north of Lexington. Here, yep. Hold on. I'm going to have you guys all give the finger so we can send Dan a proper picture. Oh, well, there you go. Dan Hostwick. My God, one of the greatest podcast listeners ever. Everybody give Dan the finger. Hey, fuck you, Dan. All right. There man. you go. All right. <laughs> I'll just do this. Thank you. <laughs> Two-stroke two deviant. All right. So... The, uh, so yeah, that's uh, five hours, 19 minutes away. Just just literally, just, you know, come on. Just north of Lexington, a couple hours east of Louisville. You're good to go. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Nothing wrong with that. Probably really good riding down there. So. Oh, yeah. And plus Dan and all those guys. Those guys are guys. awesome. They're yep. so much fucking fun. Super cool. I'm what, committing what to nothing because I'm stupid bored. So yeah, so I pulled that up for you, Chris. So that's... Um, so there's two 2014 electric lights by Westlake. That's the city of Westlake doing that auction. And, you know, 2014, that's a 103 cubic inch motor. Those are pretty fucking cool. And they, they sprung for the extra airbrushing. Look at that. <laughs> oh, boy. Get a special. Get a, 4, and that's, that's one that got 4,200 miles on it. That is Whoa. a brand new motorcycle. And that's why it's ten, like you know, starting bids one thousand, but it's up to ten thousand dollars already. Yeah, so, so it jumped. Yeah, that's. I mean, those are those are proper. So, so did you find the ones from Newburgh? I'm gonna pull them up right now for you. Let's take a look and see. Columbus, Georgia, Atlanta, Newburgh Heights, Ohio, thirty five hundred on all of them. Yeah, baby. Seems well, like all of them. That's the. Uh, that's the starting bid. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's the starting right. bid. Let's find one that's got some bids on it. That means somebody's looked it over and said it was a good bike. Yeah, black and silver. Oh, that's a good looking bike. There's a whole fleet of those fuckers behind it too. Look at that picture. Damn. That one with no fender on the back. Yeah. I, mean, I think that's, I mean, that's what it looks, that's, those look to be the bikes. That if you, if I can see the, what the building is like that they're in. Oh, okay. We're going to, we're going to get forensic on this shit. These have been scavenged. Oh yeah. Yeah. These have been scavenged. I'm going to look at one of the other auctions to see if we can pick up some different but pictures. But I think it's going to be Cleveland. That's Cleveland. That's well, I mean, we're not saying that only Cleveland uses black so and does, silver, but. So does Cleveland. Parkham and Newburgh Heights? But Newburgh Heights doesn't have that many. No. Newburgh Heights might have one, maybe two. That looks like the body shop where we went down and did some pull-ups. I was going to say, that that looks like a lot of motorcycles in that picture. I got so. a guy I could call. Here, slow yeah. down a little bit, because they'll, they'll tell you who's selling my thing. All right, here we go. Somebody talking to a mic. So we're looking up these motorcycles, and it looks like they're... It's at East 49th Street. And the seller's name is Cleveland, Ohio. So yeah. these are Cleveland police bikes. <laughs> so I'm going to tell you just a little something for you. Just uh, for the kids at home who are playing at home. Uh, there are very few things in life that, that thrive in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Motorcycles ridden in the wintertime? Not much. Not no, one of them. One of them. No. Yeah. We have this thing here called salt. Especially when it's not if a you personal. you in the game, I can call Harvey. We can get the down low on all those. Yeah, we could. If we can go you really desperately need a, a, a lightly fucked. No, let's be honest. A heavily fucked. John, how much wiring have you done on most of those bikes? Most of the wiring that I did was tearing wiring. I was going to say, oh, okay. yeah, stripping them down and yeah. everything. Wow, right yeah. we never, we didn't purposely fuck anything right. on the bikes. There was nothing that no. we removed the equipment. It wasn't cutting any wiring harnesses or anything like that. The one, I mean, like I, the Harley Davidson I bought, the police Harley Davidson I bought, the law enforcement equipment had been removed by a giant pair of dikes. <laughs> I mean, it was just. 
I mean, just vicious. And they left the battery on, so they're just going right across. Oh, man. It was like they just grabbed the whole fucking loom. (laughs) And they were like, all right, wham. And when I turned the key on, I could smell welding. Like (laughs) All the things that they had said, well, I'm going to save that light bar. I'm going to save that radio. I'm going to save this, anything else. And they probably, whoever they did, like, I don't know who they said. Go take that stuff we paid for off that motorcycle because we're getting another one. Right. Whoever they told to do that, the man only owned one tool. <laughs> it might have been like those giant hedge trimmers. Yeah. yeah. Like it was something vicious. But the amount of fucking bullshit wiring repair I had to do in that bike oh, yeah. was just anywhere that anything went into, which on the Harley Davidson is everywhere, right? right? It wasn't, it's not to save it, to put it on something else. The new bikes come already, or come Equipped. with new stuff on right. it. It's just to decommission it and make it not a cop bike anymore. Because you know there's a dude out there somewhere that wanted to buy a cop bike so he could pull people over just to be a dick. Every BMW that I bought from the auctions, I was buying them from BMW USA. Mm-hmm. And those bikes had all the cop shit still on them. Mm-hmm. But the lenses had been removed. Oh. So the lenses were gone, and then you just put green lenses on it or whatever. I mean, uh, a guy that I sold one of them to is here in town, and he's running around, and it's got green lenses on all the, you know, things yeah, to BMW. Red and blue part. And then on the back of it, where it used to say police, it just says traffic. <laughs> I like when they leave lice. <laughs> lice. <laughs> in Britain, there's a thing where they had uh, the, the bright... We saw the, all the yellow vests. Oh, yeah. So all the bright yellow vests. But on the back, instead of saying police, it said polite. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like a made you look kind of thing, right? Yeah, right, right. Yeah. And this guy's like, this guy's a very, very nice, normal, awesome guy. But having a BMW police motorcycle, it has all the accessories on it and then says traffic on the side. Ah, oh, man. So, yeah. you, know what, you know what? So like, if you follow the, uh, the Vin Wiki guys at all, they they are always posting the stuff about the cross country, yeah. the cannon, the like. It's not cannonball anymore, but it's individual runs. Right. And most of the guys build like police looking cars. Yes. If you see a police car driving 110 miles an hour past you, you're right. probably not going to call the cops. Right. Has anybody tried to do a, a cross country uh, time thing on one of these things or anything like that? A motorcycle? Well, so I have a little bit of history with that, and I don't want to. Well, we'll say <laughs> we'll say it carefully. A long time ago, I bought a Chevy Impala. Right. If that was a cop car, what? This would have been like 1990. Something. Ish. Yeah. Okay. And so I bought like a 1985 ish Impala (laughs) that used to, in its previous life, be a police car. Right. Right. And uh, it was all white. And, uh, well, it was a Ford. It was what you'd expect an all white Chevy Impala to be. Were you wearing all black BDU? (laughs) No, no, no. But at the time, I had just been hired at a police department. Okay. Okay. So I'd been hired at a police department, and that was the car that I had anyway. That was the car I had decided to buy with, you know, $700. Mm -hmm. And so I had to drive from Cleveland to Columbus every week for police academy. And it's a very boring, very awful drive. Terrible, terrible, terrible. And you could either drive there the night before. Because we had weekend, we could go home on the weekend. So we go home for Saturday and Sunday, but you got to be back Monday morning at like, oh, dark 30. So I would rock up in the morning and drive the two and a half hours at like 110 miles an hour. <laughs> right. And so, but my thing was always, you know, just a white Chevy Impala. Yep. But then I would hang my police uniform in the back left, you know, driving in the back left window, you know, <laughs> you know where that little hook is to hold your oh, yeah. clothes and shit, your dry cleaning. So I'd hang my, my, my uniform there 
And so then if I was running southbound at a million miles an hour, that, you know, eh, you know, whatever, right? right? Dichotomy is a law enforcement. Look it up. So uh, I'm doing that, and I get pulled over by a state trooper. Oh, those guys don't fuck around. Fuck no, they don't. Oh. So I got pulled over. And so I got pulled over, and the guy walked up to my window, and he was a fucking mind reader. <laughs> the guy was like, I see in the uh, back of your uh, vehicle there, it says uh, police department, uh, your uniform there. It's uh, 3 o'clock in the morning, 3.30 in the morning, heading southbound. So I'm guessing you're in the academy. <laughs> <laughs> and I went, maybe. <laughs> and he went, Yeah. You know what kind of a message it sends to people when you're traveling at a high rate of speed in an unsafe manner, passing them, and they see a law enforcement uniform hanging in your window? He's on the call. And I went, <laughs> honestly, I'm not trying to. He's like, example, he's like, well, you know, you're setting a pretty, pretty bad example for the public. Oh. And I went, wow, that sucks. And he said, <laughs> and, I, and I was like, so what are we going to do about this? And he says, well, I'm not going to write you a ticket. But uh, I'll make sure to call the staff and the cadre down at the state at the at the academy. So I got down there and Monday Please morning. Please give me a ticket. <laughs> Monday morning I get down there and like you know we're p- doing push-ups. You know we're like basically pushing Columbus into Louisiana and like doing all these horrible things and running up acres of fucking bleacher stairs and all this shit. And I was the class lieutenant because I'm prior military experience and I'm calling cadences and being super cool. And I get called aside and they're like, you have to write a 5,000 word essay on the dichotomies of law enforcement. And I was like, dichotomies. And they're like the dichotomies of law enforcement. You have to have it by tomorrow. Oh, nice. A 5,000 word essay on the dichotomies of law enforcement. Very, 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 very. (laughs) (laughs) And then they went out in the parking lot and they, then they came out and they were like, okay, so who has the Honda civic license plate number? So-and-so, 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 so-and-so. Uh, yeah. Why do you have a radar detector? (laughs) Like they went through everybody's car and like, okay, who has the, uh, Volkswagen Passat? Your three or four tires are bald. And they basically, they jacked us up on each one of our fucking POVs. POVs, personally owned vehicle. So fuck you, it's my own shit. No, no, no. Even when they're on the off time, like even when we're in there learning how to be cops and fuck with people, they're showing us new, unique, enlightened ways to fuck with people. Just when you thought you'd gone to the edge of the mountain. Nope, more mountain. Yep. They can fuck with you State troopers are awful. So like when I used to DJ, I had my buddy Todd. He was the sergeant of Moron Hills. Now he's like, I don't know. He's like super up there, but whatever. He was in the car with me. He went with me. We're coming back. And all the barrels and stuff were pulled off the road right when we got into Ohio. And so it said 50 during work time and 65 mm-hmm. during not. So he's like, oh, you're cool. Do 65. So I was doing like literally 65. State trooper pulls in behind us. We pull over. And, and so he comes to his side of the car because I'm driving. He's on that side. And he's like, he goes, uh, license, registration, all that stuff. So I give him mine. He goes, and let me see yours too. So his license was in his badge wallet thing. So he hands it to me. He goes, oh, trying to pull some favors as a police officer? Oh. And Todd's like, no, you asked me Yes, for I absolutely am. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, he says, he said, he goes, he goes, no, you asked me for my license. I happen to keep it in my badge. He goes, does your sergeant know about that? He goes, well, you're talking to my sergeant. I'm Ooh. the sergeant of the thing. So what can yeah. I do for you? And he's like, well, he goes, your buddy here, you should know better. He's speeding. He's doing 15 over in a construction zone. He's like, no, the construction zone is not in operation. There's nobody working here, whatever. He's like, really? 
He goes, well, I'm going to issue him a ticket, and I'm going to also talk to your, uh, you know, your department, whatever. So Todd goes, he goes, and I give him credit for this. He goes, he goes, man, he goes, so you didn't make it as a cop, and now you're a dick, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and so I got my ticket. <laughs> And we drove home. <laughs> yeah, I have the utmost respect for uh, state troopers. There's a video that we published not long ago of me on a zero motorcycle. Mm-hmm. And I, I get on the freeway and, you know, going about 126 miles an hour. <laughs> and uh, you, you'll see me in the video. It's a helmet cam thing. And I'm just cruising along about 126 miles an hour there. And uh, just kind of rapid acceleration. Just It's electric. Boogie, oogie, oogie, right? <laughs> and, and you see in the shot, you see like, that's a trooper. Like in the shot, it's a trooper. And then the camera goes off. And I'm like, all right, we'll talk to you later. And I shut it off because I don't want my own video to be used in court against me later on. Right. Well, this all happened in Mexico. Right, course, exactly. So. <laughs> Avon Lake. <laughs> Clearly that was on yeah, the, the highway in Mexico. And so the cop comes up and, you know, he's... He's like, well, you know, I, I got you there at about 86. Oh. And I went, okay. Fair enough. Seems reasonable. <laughs> yeah. Seems, seems totally cromulent. I'm okay with that. 86. I'm, I'm thinking that's all right right yeah. now. And he goes, yeah, you were slowing down pretty hard. And I was like, <laughs> did the cherry red brake rotors give me away? I don't know. Maybe I might have been. I don't know. All I know is this motorcycle regenerates electricity, and I just created a nuclear bomb's worth. <laughs> It got, the whole bike got warmer. <laughs> Went from 45 to 115%. I don't know how it happened. The planet slowed down. Yeah. I'd recycled an entire village. Yeah. But so he, he, so he pulls me and he was like talking. I was like, well, you know, yeah, I, I build motorcycles and stuff. And we did this crazy custom job on this bike with these kooky knobby tires. And I was thinking, he's like, so you're just giving it a shot, right? And I was like, I'm not going to try to tell you that your, your equipment's broken. I'm not going to try and be a dick. I used to be a police officer. If you tell me I was going 86, then all your equipment is telling you that I was going 86. And I'm not going to even accuse you of treachery or debauchery or lying or anything. So let's just let's just hope that we can be friends about this and <laughs> and this will all be cool. And he's just like, so how fast does it really go? And I was like, okay, we're cool. Because <laughs> anybody who rides a motorcycle knows or drives a cool car knows when the cop starts talking about like, your ride, Cars, yeah. probably going to be okay. Let me let yeah. me let me circle back and hit me again, and I'll show you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you can catch me, just a challenge. I did get a ticket a few years ago because I had a customer that brought his bike into the shop that said that the damn thing had like a death wobble at 105. Right? Oh, well, you have to find out. Right? And the guy's like, "This thing, anything over 100, it's going to kill me." So I was like, I don't know. So we checked everything out at the shop that we could check out. And so coming into work one morning, bright and squirrely, nobody's on the road. I was like, all right, I'm just going to sneak it up. 80, it's fine. 90, it's fine. 100, it's fine. 105, there's a little bit. Okay, back out of it. You know what you do then? 110. (laughs) Okay, we're cool. 115. We're cool. Ah, cop! (laughs) And uh, I did that. And I just did that. And I was a fucking... Just pulled over. The yeah. guy didn't even have his lights on. He was still drinking his coffee. <laughs> and I pulled over for no apparent reason and just left 93 feet of skid mark. You're like, oh, God, the throttle stuck. I don't oh, know. Yeah. I was pulled over. Like, he got he got out and was like, lights on. And he was like, ah, oh, lights off. Fuck it. And he pulled over and behind me. He's like, so what the fuck's going on? And he's like, and of course, I'm side of the road. Take my helmet off. 
Like, you know, hold my helmet in my gun hand kind of thing, you know. <laughs> License, helmet in my hand. I couldn't possibly hurt you with either of these items. Right. So officer safety is not the reason you shoot me today. You know? <laughs> it's exactly it. So I was like, yeah. So he comes up. He's like, so what's going on? I was like, well, I own the motorcycle shop. And customer came in, said the bike had a death wobble at about 100 miles an hour. And honestly... I can't it give it. I can't give it back to him. Saying, "Well, don't go a hundred. You know, I have to do something." And he's like, "Well, you don't do that in Westlake." And I went, "Yes, sir. Okay, no problem. Mm-hmm. Noted." So he's like, "Yeah." So he disappears, and I'm like, "Fuck!" So he comes back and he writes me a ticket for like seventy five or something, like something reasonable. So he writes me a ticket, something he knows that I can pay, and he's generated income for his city, and life's good, and everything else. So once I get the ticket, I'm like, "Okay." So he really can't. So his cop kind of puts himself in a bad position when he says you're going 105, but he writes you for 75. You have a little bit of leeway at this point because mm-hmm. he doesn't want to unwrite that ticket. Right. And I was like, so where do you recommend I go for these kind of activities? <laughs> <laughs> you got any suggestions? And he was like, fucker. He's like, not in Westlake. And I was like, fuck, man. I was hoping for some cool inside fucking information. He's like, oh, we, we strongly recommend going over there. Yeah, Dragway 42. Mm-hmm. Go the other way. Go to Cleveland. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. Cleveland has some certain rules on pursuit. Yeah. So like the state troopers will pursue you until they're out of gas. And until the helicopters are out of gas, right. until the Air Force is out of gas, they'll follow you into other states. 490 is open for business. But legitimately, <laughs> the city of Cleveland will not pursue you. They proved that with the bike life guys when there's 290 dirt bikes doing wheelies yeah. through town and they're like, ah, fuck it. We'll get no, away. they just pursue until they're out of bullets. That's what I was going to say. The worst thing that you can do with Cleveland is honestly to stop. Yeah. Don't have your car backfire. Right. Holy shit. Don't do that. <laughs> the whole city found out about that. But but it is one of those things. It's like the city of Cleveland and we have people that we know that are in the department. They're like, we're not going to go after a motorcycle. Right. No fucking way are we going to go after a motorcycle. I work over in the 5th district and there would be dudes riding past the district. <laughs> waving. 12 o'clock wheelie. Waving at the cops. Go for it. No license plate. No nothing on a stolen bike. Yeah. yeah. Cops. Cleveland what's, cops are not going what's to. What's for lunch? you know what there's a thing about that with certain law enforcement departments and we were at a rally years ago in chicago and a bunch of guys went past our rally and the guys went past our rally on dirt bikes like 12 o'clock and we were like fuck that we can do that so we were like hold my beer watch this and we ran out in the street we jumped on our bikes and you just heard like 25 two strokes i'll kick over at the same time and we're like let's play and we all went out and we're like this is the dumbest thing in the world it's one o'clock in the morning on labor day weekend oh bad and all of us assholes went out to play with the normal the local kids and we're doing wheelies down the street and then the police car shows up and i was like oh man those kids can go home our house is like six hours from here i don't think we're gonna make it this bike gets shit mileage (laughs) we're not going anywhere okay Go back to the bar. <laughs> and that's what we did. We just yeah, went back to yeah. the bar. Yeah. It wasn't worth it. Yeah. We didn't live there. So uh, <laughs> you guys, you remember the Perry to Car Rally? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was cool. All the bikes that spurred from that? Yeah. Right? So uh, Perry to Car was pretty badass. I mean, that whole thing. And then the idea of like going to is that become the, Is that become the eco race now? Is that what well, it's called? I don't even want to get involved with that. Okay, but, but these British guys... They got it. Oh, they got it. They got it. They got it. They got it. So now they're not doing it the way it was carried. They're doing it the original way from the Brooklyn. Fucking, they have an original fucking uh, uh, super T. 
750, yeah, Kajiva, everything. all kinds of cool shit. Like all kinds all of cool shit. All the BMWs, shit. the Hondas, the Yamaha, Look at those bikes. Suzuki. Look at that shit. So, yeah. The, so oh, Can we talk about... So all these new libraries... Like, can we go back to old libraries? Or libraries? or Livery. Fucking liveries Livery. Or Look at that. That's so much better than anything. Well, the, the Africa Twin pretty much is the same. But well, do you else. remember there was this idea that at a long distance you could tell the sponsor... From like a super, super long, different distance away. Right. You know, and that was the idea is the Lucky Strike bike didn't look like a Marlboro bike. Nope. Right. And the Camel bike didn't look like the John Player Special. And if you didn't smoke cigarettes, you were just out of the fucking luck. Right. Right. So that was just the way it worked. Everything was all about cigarette. Now it's tampon sponsors and condom sponsors (laughs) and all the shit that's safe. No, it's like a fucking e-trade bike. Like I was like, who can be like? How can you be serious when you're like when you're riding the like the GoDaddy well, like website? So in the Indy 500, the Doji Coin bike was the Doji Coin. He led the fucking thing, man. Again, here we are. Yep, that's it. I'm just I'm just happy it's not just. No, there is a fucking Viagra bike. I was just gonna say, I was really happy there wasn't a Viagra bike. But honestly, oh fucking way out way out back on that Suspension's one. Suspension's way too stiff though on that one. <laughs> <laughs> yep, 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 yep. After four hours, that was low hanging. Loses I'm all sorry. performance. That yeah. was like the apple was falling from yeah. the tree, and I was like, "Boink!" <laughs> so the this company called Bespoke Rallies, which basically is just for British guys who have way too much money. Yeah. Um, it's one of those things. If you have enough money, you can do really, really exotic stuff. Like you know, it's, I want to fuck a rhinoceros. There's a guy that will do it, and then he'll sell you a like Jimmy John sub while you're yeah. doing it. Yeah. Too. <laughs> the, uh, allegedly, allegedly. <laughs> If it's a sick rhinoceros. No, that dude screwed a shark. He was on a boat screwing Ostrich. a shark. Again. We, we dealt with this a year and a half ago. We did. And you thought I was lying, and then you found the image. I found the picture of the yeah, guy yeah. having sex with a the shark. shark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, I'll never buy another Jimmy John sandwich. No, no, you There's can't. no way. Do you know why? Because he fucked a shark. Because he knows what shark meat smells like. Oh. <laughs> That's a real class act. <laughs> I've heard of jumping the shark. Yes. Yeah. But anyway, so this is real. This no, is, Fonzie was cool. That did not so much. 4,000 miles. Any classic machine is welcome to enter, but it's primarily aimed at the early Dakar bikes that inspired the first range of adventure bikes. We know them now, such as the Africa Twin, GSs, Tenaris, Elephants, and XTs. Wow. Taking part in next year's event on one of his many classic off-road machines is Dakar bike collector Harry Metcalf, a former performance car magazine owner who runs a popular YouTube channel called Harry's Garage where he shows people around his two and four wheel delights. Now, it's Harry, like Jay Leno's garage, but you know, anyway. Harry, if you're too hairy, you could also use manscaping. It's a magical thing. So, uh, but anyway, eight, um, sorry, 5,850 pounds. pounds. Yeah. Wow. So that's going to get you on the, on the rally. So that's, that's 5,800 and, or, $50. Yeah, exactly. Today's current exchange rate in the motorcycle community, that's exactly $5,850. Uh, it's not three that far weeks, off, though. Three weeks, 21 right. days. Yeah, 21 days. Do they have SAG and everything? And oh, I'm sure they do. Yeah. Come on, man. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Look at these fucking Ponzi bastards. Yeah. <laughs> these dudes don't go out of their driveway without a chase vehicle. Honestly, on half of these motorcycles, if you special, press a special button, as as our friend Chris Ashmore would say, this special black helicopters come yeah. to pick you up. So there is no, <laughs> there is no like Lyndon Poskett, Malimoto fucking on your own, working no, on your own shit no. going on This here. ain't the posty bike rally. No, 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 no. No, this shit is fucking, this shit is, 
money, money, money. Yeah, these guys know how to party. They, that's a good. Know. But listen, if you yeah. had all four of those bikes in your garage, you're a happy fucking dude. Man. No, because that's like fucking yeah. eleven. Except carburetors. you're sending them out to get reflashed. And <laughs> honestly, I don't think taking the wheels off. I look off. at that situation right there, and you know what I see? I see a bunch of old men who think they can dance. Oh, yeah. And you know what? Those guys can't dance anymore. No. They just can't dance. When you actually see, like, the racing footage of those motherfuckers mm-hmm. doing 110 miles an yeah. hour over two-foot lumps yeah. and shit in the sand, yeah. you're like, these are inhuman. Do you know the way that you could ride those? No. Miles of Coke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You basically, they gave you a motorcycle with somebody else's name printed on the side of it because he died. Right. Right. They gave you the motorcycle. You're like, who am I riding this week? Yeah. And then they gave you a bucket of cocaine. Yeah. And like that basket they put on horses. Yeah. Like so the horses can eat. Yeah. And so they, they put that on your face and they go, Dakar is that way. Yeah. Yeah. And then you go and you just fucking go. And that's all it is. It's like Be- a slip, slip inside. <laughs> just-, <laughs> just go face first. Just go face first. Right through all the blow. And, like, that's how these teams ran. Because you got to remember, when these teams were popular... I do cocaine so I can ride faster. I ride faster so I can do do more more cocaine. cocaine. That's not what it was. You think about the era when this shit was powerful. Because when you look at the Baldaor motorcycles and all that shit that was, like, still had a square headlight. Oh, yeah. And these motorcycles were going out on the track, and they had, like, a a three-and-a-half-inch wide tire that was made by the lowest bidder. But they had 112 horsepower. And they were driven by a guy wearing basically the leisure, leather version of spandex because they'd not figured out armor yet. Right. And the guy would be like, the guy would go into the hay bales at 118 miles an hour and they would hold him up like this and dangle his leathers because <laughs> all the bones inside of him are spaghetti now. That was motorcycle racing. Well, and also, so like, they're like, who's your sponsor? And it's like the sponsor, the whole company's worth like 70,000 bucks. But then you have El Chapo on the side like. Mm. <laughs> well, and they had to stop running these things because the scavengers, like the sand people were coming out of the desert. Right. Oh, yeah. And like, you know, taking that one pot shot at him and then collecting a half a million dollars worth of motorcycle or yep. chase truck or whatever yep. the fuck they were doing. So the fact that now it's just poncy rich British assholes doing it in the middle of the fucking thing, this just seems to me like an opportunity for you, the drug cartels to really take advantage of this. And you know it's completely like you know these guys are fucking not yeah. in it because the one dude has a three quarter helmet. Ah, and you are well, he's not being racing oh, fucking fuck Dakar. No. Yeah. Okay, but I went to the bespoke rallies website, which which this story hasn't hit the news yet on their own website. Bespoke is the fucking European version of artesian, which means it it's is. fucking douchebag. Bespoke means it's built for you. Yeah, right. So bespoke means we took this Bentley and we did what you told us to do to it. Right. And you've gave us way too much money. So now it costs what five Bentleys cost. Right. And nobody will give you a nickel for it later because you made it perfect. And you have no talent right. and you hired us because you have a lot yeah. of money. Right. Yeah. So these things are hilarious. But but realistically, this whole thing, if you look at these pictures and everything about it, this is vintage rally car racing. Mm-hmm. This is all this super fun, cool shit. But this isn't us doing like a babe rally on a $500 budget. No, no, no. No. This is like the dude doing it in the Lancia or the Volvo or whatever. And like straight up legit. You will not find anybody doing this rally that doesn't have a castle. Right, right, right. right, right. Like, this is it. I mean, this is this is for people who have castles. So right. it says yeah. 4,000 miles, 21 days. So it's like yeah. a round up to like 200 miles a day. 200 miles a day. Yeah, that's not, that's not well, off-road. Tank and a half a gas. Nah. Right. But what is the terrain? Because 200 well, miles of gnarly to, off-road right. can be like right. 12 I, hours. Yeah. I, can, I can tell you that a 200, some 200 miles days I've had have been... 
remarkably short. Some 200 right. miles a day I've had have been right. the longest day of my life. 200 miles on, yeah. on, on, on 71 <laughs> South right. is like you mm-hmm. could you could literally read a book while you're driving yeah, it. depends it. where you're going. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, they're, yeah, they're saying, so it goes through Spain. But France. what I can tell you about bespoke rallies is bespoke rallies is proof that dentists have time off because they've got a lot of these fucking things scheduled. I mean, they have done tons of these rallies. And this company that's doing it, um, it is all about like extraordinarily expensive cars being driven by people that have enough money to pay to fix them when they've rubbed against their buddy. You, you don't see too many rallies that feature like, you know, 12 cylinder E types. And that's, that's when you get into like, wow. Okay. It's like the Woodward thing or whatever, the, the festival of speed or whatever it's called. The festival mm-hmm. of speed. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, right. yeah. And there's many hill climbs that are similar way. And, you know, I like when you look at an event and you go, Oh, well, which Jaguar was it? <laughs> oh, well, the green Jag broke down in turn 17. Which one? Yeah. yeah. This is cool, though. I like this shot, if you guys are looking at this. Yeah, so I think the two vehicles on the end there, those two uh, Toyotas, I think those are uh, chase vehicles, chase. Yeah. right? Yeah. But then everything else is different various levels of Man just... Max. Yeah, yeah, for real. And then there's another, hot, there's another Toyota here on the end. So really, it's like one, two, three, four, five, six people paid for that one, two, three Toyotas. Jeez, 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 bring me my scotch. I seem yeah. to have broken my car. I expect it to be running tomorrow at 7 a.m. when I leave. Yeah, and, and, that's... and this is like, in the middle of it all, it's like a pre-war Chrysler. There's like a, a, a five-window... Bubble tap, yeah. Yeah, there's like a, that's a pre-war <laughs> like, like a Dodge Soto. This is going to be about something like yeah. that. That might be a special car. I don't this is yeah. going to be just like when Smith raced the barrel. He's going to race the barrel races at Mid Ohio on his Janus this year. Oh yeah. Be- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's going to need miles. Of you cocaine. ain't living until you get the all I can say is that's when we'll bust out the PA system. Yeah, <laughs> yeah sir. And that's right, 949. It took it that long. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if I go through my Corvette, I might be able to find you one or two inches of cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> what was really that? Hard. I sent you that when you got the car. What was it? Like, your car doesn't it doesn't get gas mileage. It gets line <laughs> <a> mileage. <laughs> <laughs> Handles like it's on rails. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh, check it out. There's no vanity mirror. No, but there's one in the glove box. The owner's mail and a razor blade came out. What the fuck? John, why does your glove compartment have 15 expired credit cards? In it? <laughs> <laughs> this car's not allowed in Canada. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, again, uh, support for Cleveland Moto Podcast is brought to you by Manscaped. <laughs> Who's the best in men's below the waist grooming, grooming champs of the world? Manscaped offers precision engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped just launched their fourth generation trimmer, the Lawnmower 4.0. You heard that right, the 4.0. Join over 2 million men worldwide and 75% of our podcast <laughs> who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code. Cleveland Moto, all one word, which will appear right down, right here. down here somewhere. If, if Steve can be bothered at 
one minute, one hour and 53 at manscaped.com. That's manscaped.com. Free shipping anywhere on planet Earth. And they work great if you're on a Coke binge and you want to shave your eyebrows. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> Use the promo code Cleveland Moto. <laughs> Tell your friends. We got a big one job word. interview tomorrow. <laughs> Probably good to be streamlined. There yeah. you go. Takes off, uh, takes off an extra, gets you like two or three MPG. Oh, yeah. yeah that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Shave the back fur, be good to go. I think that's, I think that's a brilliant idea. The, uh, the, so, wait, you know, before we go yeah. or do anything like that. Okay. So, not our Christmas, but other Christmas. Right. What do you got? Do you have anything you want to add? You drove 72 hours to be here and listen to our <laughs> Drove 72 hours to pick up yeah. mini bikes. Yeah. Tell us yeah. a story. I want to hear another story. Oh, Jesus. Um, fuck. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, pullover story to go back to what you guys, you're kind of. Excellent. Let's so hear it. I'm like uh, 16. No, I was 17. I had a 88 Hawk 650. Yeah, GT650 Hawk, mm-hmm. man. Yeah, great Good little bike. bike. Yeah, Fucking great I'm bike. Living in, North, living in Topeka, Kansas. Uh, I was out way north. It was April-ish, which is sometimes hot, sometimes cold as fuck, but it's in the hills. Right. So warm, fucking cold. cold. Yeah. Warm, (laughs) fucking cold. Yep. So I leave this little town, and I'm just fucking lay into it. What color was it? Blue. Blue. Yeah. So lay into it, fucking leaving this little podunk town. And I'm 15 miles away from that that town I left. Mm Mm-hmm. And I've been hugging the bike the whole time because I'm freezing my ass off. Yeah. I'm probably dressed like this because I'm a dumbass kid. Yeah. Um, no, we didn't know about gear back then. No, yeah. no. Yeah, no. And yeah. I did have a helmet. I know I had a helmet because ahead I'd of most already, of us. Well, and I had already gotten pulled over for no helmet and had to walk like yeah. 10 miles. Shit. Like, John, he beat your seven mile walk. Yeah. 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 All right. Didn't push the bike. I parked that bitch. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was a decent part of town. Left the fucking bike. So he's smarter so anyway. than you, too. <laughs> <laughs> I think just about anybody's smarter than that. <laughs> I pushed my Superhawk about five miles before. So. Okay, good. Um, it was a shitty part of town. Um, so, anyway, back on 15 miles away from that town, and I hit a warm spot. So I poke up where somebody had peed yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, but i glance in my mirror and there's blue sex lights way yeah. behind me way back so i'm like fuck and it's where i grew up i know every road yeah it's like you know what fuck it i'll shut it down so i shut it down and kind of waited there right and i'm waiting there for <laughs> a while. so i'm waiting there and the guy pulls up I, I had on a Canadian tuxedo. I right. remember. Oh, yeah. so, uh, <laughs> so the Buell, the Buell had just done their launch, and I went and did a little test ride on a Buell mm. a month or two before that. So I had the Buell T-shirt on. So I'm standing there, I'm waiting, and this guy gets up there and starts barking at me, and I'm, you know, I'm 17. I'm scared shitless. It's, yeah. And so he hand, you know, hands up, and I'm. Like this, and I step off the back of the off the bike, helmet down to my light, and I helmet down the light. I turn around, he's got gun drawn and everything. And wow, it's a sheriff, right? And I'm shitting, and then another cop car pulls up. I'm like, oh fuck, um, I'm going to jail. I'm I'm done. So the the one guy, the first guy, the sheriff, asked for all my shit. I give him everything he asked for, you know, 
all my coke, whatever. Right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so I give him all my shit. Right. He goes to, you know, talk to his buddies or whatever. The other guy comes up. It's, it's hypo. I'm like, fuck, I'm done. He goes, and the, he goes, yeah, he clocked you back at Valley Falls. I'm like, oh, fuck. How this many miles is, is that? It was like 15 miles away. Oh, oh my. my goodness. Yes. Okay. So they was like, after you for a while. I was like, what, what did he clock me at? Yeah. He goes, you were doing 75. Oh, that's it? Sweet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he goes, whoa, he, th- he thinks you're running. No. I was like, not even no, close. No. Yeah. I was like, I, I'm you freezing. see, I'm sitting right here. I'm waiting. I, right. I stopped. Right. I was like, I'm in the middle of fucking nowhere. I'm the definition of not running. I could have <laughs> blown you guys away right. because evidently. Clearly. You were. <laughs> so he sees the shirt and he yeah. goes, what's that? And I was like, oh, it's the new Buell, you know, blah, blah, blah. It's Harley's little yeah. you know, sports bike. And we started talking about that and he is cool as shit. He oh. goes, I'll go talk to him. Okay. So. He goes back and talks to him, and this guy's like, no, Bob. You know, you hear him kind of arguing. Oh, yeah, because he's salty. He's mad. Right. Yeah. He's, he's convinced I was running drugs and trying right. to <laughs> run from the cops or whatever. Right. And so long story short, the, the hypo yeah. gets me out of everything. Yeah, well, uh, troopers do trump everything else. Yeah, yeah. So he was no matter like, where uh, you are. No, yeah. he yeah. wasn't running. He waited for you. Right. So, you know, said, cool bike. Yeah. You know. Slow it down a little bit. Have oh, a nice day. that's so sweet. And so, off I fucked. That's awesome. Yeah. So they yeah. never found the, the the four ounces you had booted? No. <laughs> <laughs> While you waited? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I had, that's why I stopped. So I could yeah. do it right before <laughs> they got there. But yeah, so, I mean, yeah. You know, it was, it was uh, scary so, as shit. So what did you learn from your experience that day? <laughs> Don't stop. <laughs> Don't stop. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Look, man, we're, we're gonna replace this Chris Smith with that. <laughs> there's that. There's that moment when you think about I got 99 problems, but a bitch ain't one. Yeah. There's that thing where it's like I look in the back, I, I look in the mirror, see the motherfucking law. Oh yeah. And you got a decision you make right yeah. then. Like that decision can change your life because you're yeah. like, well, I can take him. <laughs> do I go for it? Well. Let's think. Yeah. And honestly, the new Ford Explorers are fast as hell. So like police cars, when I was a kid growing up, they go to 105 miles an hour. They just flip over. Like, because like police cars in the 80s and 90s, they get up to about 105, 106 miles an hour. And the light bar was so much drag. The whole car would just flip over. Mm. Right. And if it was anything but a Dodge, you could outrun it. The Dodge, the weird, like the weird thing was the Plymouth Grand Furies were unnaturally fast. Hmm. In the 80s, all the other cars were not good cars. Like the Ford LTD, yeah, I mean, no, I used to be a police officer. At 108 miles per hour, it actually inverted itself, right? <laughs> and I hit, a, I hit a very small bump one time at 108 miles an hour in a, in, a, you know, in a police car, which was at maximum chooch. Like, we were full on. And I hit a bump at that speed. And I swear to God, I did not hit the ground again for way too long. Got some lift. <laughs> yeah, the suspension in the 90s was like, it's got Eagle GTs on it. It's good to go. Like, that was tuned suspension with Eagle GT tires. That was every cop car. But now a Ford Explorer will go 145 with a soccer mom in it. Yeah. You know, with, a, you know, with the EcoBoost. And I'm sitting there going, well, okay, I own like six motorcycles. Two of them will go faster than that. <laughs> and I got to be like, okay, 
and they have nothing to lose. Right. And they have a camera. So right. it's either going to, I saw, I saw a police department do a pit maneuver on a guy in a Dodge truck at like 109 miles an hour. Wow. That's murder. Yeah. Like, like you're done. You're like saying it's what well, we're doing 109 miles an hour because every minute a chase goes on, the police get more blood in their head. <laughs> And it's just like, <laughs> and it chokes all the rational thought out of their head. And they're like, I can catch him. And you're like, fuck it. The last time I ran from the cops was a while ago. <laughs> and I saw the cop when I went past him. I was getting some dental work done. So I may have been under the influence of <laughs> dental work, medical procedures. He and was I, huffing gas. And it was cold. <laughs> it was very cold. And I went past the cop at about a, a hundred. A respectable, even number. And then I was like, well, how long will it take him to get up to 100? Mm. A while. And if I go faster than 100, then he's got to go even that much faster than he was going. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, let's math this up real quick. But let's go fast while we're mathing. Mm -hmm. So I, <laughs> I turned everything up, and I went real, real fast, and I got like three exits up, and then I ducked off the freeway and pulled into a car wash. On a motorcycle. As you do. It was cold. <laughs> and so I pulled into the <laughs> car wash on the motorcycle, and I just heard that <laughs> go by, and I was like, okay, that's cool. And I just hung out, and then I saw another police car go on the road I was on, and I was like, okay, that's cool. And then I was like, so I can't go either of those ways. Did you, look, did you look up and see two blinking stars turning the three, and you were like, fuck, it's Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> and I did. I waited, I waited for about 25, 30 minutes, and I was like, okay, no action. Got the bike washed. And then I drove the absolute worst way home, right? And I got pulled over like 10 minutes oh. after I left, and the guy pulled me over, and he's like, where are you from? And I was like, Avon Lake. Like, what are you doing out here? It's like, I'm visiting my buddy who lives in Vermilion. And he's like, were you just on the freeway going about 120 miles an hour? Not me. <laughs> no. no. That's a really weird question to ask yeah. somebody. I would never do that. That's I, I'm going to church. Well, I was just like, I was like, why would you even ask me that? Yeah, right. I'm like, what the fuck? And I acted like it was the most, like, the most obscene thing anyone ever asked me. It was like, no, I've been on Lake Road for the past half an hour. Right. I'm enjoying the beautiful day. It's 32 and snowing slightly. <laughs> you know? And I'm like, fuck it. And the guy was like, okay, we kind of know it was you, but we really can't prove it was you. And we have to let you go right now. And it really pisses us off. <laughs> and he didn't say it, but I could tell I ruined his day. Yeah. And I was like, he's like, so which way are you going? And I was like, well, I was just going to have a nice ride and go, you know, enjoy the day. I got the day off. I'm off on Mondays. You should just go home. I was like, that's the best you can do is you should just go home. And I was kind of mad at him for not being creative. But I was just like, fuck it. I'll just go home. So I just went home. And so I went home and on my way home, I passed like three more cop cars. And they, he apparently he called all those guys and been like, yeah, we checked out the guy in the blue bike. He's okay. Oh, nice. Yeah. So I just I rode by him all like, you know, one under. Yeah. <laughs> so Duncan doesn't get away either yet. No. So you're here. He's got to contribute. You have to tell us a story. So what bike would you take it in the ass for, Duncan? I'm sorry. Wrong <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's the other podcast. That's the other podcast. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Talk about which ones he wouldn't take it in. Yeah. <laughs> well, I saw what he wrote up on. Standards yeah. are pretty low. <laughs> As a fellow GS850 owner, I say fuck you. <laughs> I haven't made up my opinion yet. And so does the rest of the ARP card community. Yeah. Congratulations. Dude, it yeah. took them two days to send me the fucking ARP invitation. I turned 50 and I got the ARP invitation two days later. Yep. They get a whole special row for you guys at Mid-Ohio. <laughs> yep. Golf carts, golf carts, golf carts. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. So, so I, I worked at, I'll just give you my whole story. I'm, I'm you know, 21. What, what the hell do I know? But I worked over at the Triumph dealership in high school just washing their bikes and, you know, doing bullshit. This one right here? Yeah, that one right there. Right really? as they opened they up. Really? opened I, like a week ago? Like, how long <laughs> no, no, no. Two years? Yeah. <laughs> And I worked there in high school <laughs> three and a half weeks ago. It <laughs> was like 47 years ago. Senior senior year. Yeah. No, so wait, I, I went in there. Motorcycle about, porter at Chive. Yeah, about a week after they opened, I went in there with my friend and, you know, we're just checking it out, seeing yeah. what it is. We didn't have any, you know, bikes at that point. We were just, you know, bullshitting with them. Right. And he's like, oh, you, know, you want a job here? You know, you wash our bikes, you know, $9 an hour. And I'm like, oh, th- And Ray literally you. got you to work there. Yeah, he did. Like, for nine the, bucks an hour. On the spot, yeah. To wash bikes. So, like, three, four times a week after school, I would wash bikes I washed yesterday. Yeah. And, and they always, they would always fart <laughs> the shit out of me because I, I didn't have a bike. And they kept on trying to push this fucking Rebel 250 on me. And I'm like, no. No, I, I, A, I, don't, I can't afford it. B, I don't want it. Right. <laughs> And <laughs> nobody wants a Rebel 250. You kind of fall if into you're that. hepatitis, at least let her be cute. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, by that point, I was on like my sixth like 80cc you know motorized bike kit. Right. Yeah. You know, I built like a shit ton of those. Right. And they always like, oh, this is loud. It's you know stinky. It's like get the get the hell out of here. And so that was my start of bikes. And then I bought like a really piece of shit uh, Kawasaki KZ 440. Yeah, well and done. I, you know, I, it was a thousand bucks. You know, I was just desperate. Right. And I got down to seven hundred. Like, I got a good deal. And then I get it home, and it's got a rod knock, and it's like yeah. it's a you know, two hundred dollar parts bike. Later, in like yeah. six months, it's down to the frame. Whatever. <laughs> had, had a bad title. You know. Oh. Yeah, I fucked oh, myself. Oh, but oh, there is no part number for new title. No, but how much <laughs> did you learn from all that? Absolutely nothing. That's where it's going. <laughs> <laughs> Lo and behold, you know, family, friend of a family's of a friend, you know, he said a little bit of a dirty notary, you know, push right. things around a little bit. Friendly, we use the term friendly notary. Friendly yeah. notary. A friendly yeah. notary. Yeah. Yeah. Friendly. Um, statue of limitations notary. Right, exactly. But anyways, you know, I get that in. Uh, it was four weeks ago, but it's totally cool. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he worked at Triumph when he was in high school. I know. And, you know, then, then I bought another bike. I bought a, a 72 DT250 because, you know, yeah. I needed that, of course. Right. Yeah, right. And also, I, I bought it from the guy that the name was on the title. Right. And I was like, cool, whatever. And then he was like, oh, do we need to go to a notary? You know, whatever. I'm like, no, I know a guy. It's whatever. Come back. Anyways, this, you know, distinguished gentleman, you know, unnamed, it's like, He'd gone through miscellaneous legal troubles himself. He's somewhere out of the state, you know. At, he, I swear to God, you know, he's like in Florida. <laughs> no longer a notary, can't do it. This guy, you Did know, the bike have four pounds of Coke underneath the seat by chance? <laughs> uh, four pounds of cow shit, apparently. It was a, it was a race bike. Um, <laughs> it was really cool. That's why I liked it. And so that title's, you know, screwed halfway to hell. And, and then I, I'm like, all right, cool. Oh, I, have I learned my lesson? No. 
So I go out and buy that bike, and it's like a New York title. And this guy that I bought it from, aside from not knowing there was like eight quarts of oil in it, <laughs> you know, I didn't know what the title situation was. And it was like, oh, it's, you know, it's a New Jersey title. It's like, you just take it there, it's done, whatever. Like, no. And <laughs> <laughs> so I go through a whole bunch of bullshit with that. And now I'm here. Yeah. Do you actually have a titled bike yet? Yes, both of the KZ okay. is titled at this okay. point. Right. Um, I mean, to you, how I got there is questionable. Right. Yeah. But I am here. <laughs> well, again, nobody really cares about, you know, nobody's going to ask you to show your math. Yeah. In this situation, it's title or no title. It's yeah. a bit anal. It's a, literally, it's, it's totally at that point. It's just, well, I know that at some point you didn't have a great title, but now you do. And that's cool. Mm-hmm. And, and if you don't, matters. you got a green license plate from Vermont. You know, and you'll be okay. <laughs> yep. And he was in front of me and behind me and to the side of me and yeah. to the front of me on the DGR. And right. he did a great job. And his girl was with him. And they're all yeah. still alive. They're so all still alive. He's yeah. doing great. Survived the DGR. Yeah. Yep. The world's shortest DGR. Right, yeah. right, right. The uh, Somebody told us that it was there was one DGR that was shorter. And there was one DGR that Brian had organized. And he likes to ride through uh, neighborhoods and you know, like in the city of Cleveland. Mm-hmm. And I think we made it as far as Little Kings on mm-hmm. that road. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was the one I was dressed up in a, like a Livingston. Like I had my, my safari hat on and I had a big fuck Bungalow off knife. Bill. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I'd done a full safari thing and uh, we'd gone on that ride and that ride was all through, you know, Cleveland. Mm-hmm. And we'd ended up at Little Kings and I was just like, my God, this place still exists. So apparently you can run a business for 50 years on just failure and cheap beer. <laughs> and, I had a Little Kings at Little Kings. Ah, yeah, Little it was crazy. And 100 people fell into a bar that holds 12 people. Right. And it was just <laughs> savagery. It was devastating. So you've got the KZ 440 still. Mm-hmm. Or the frame of it, right? Or the I've, I've got the, the full running bike. You know, I, I'm, I'm broke-ass college student. I... I I can't justify having like three bikes. Right Is it a later than 1980, Casey? It's an 82 yeah. with the built out of 81 parts. The parts bike that I bought for two. <laughs> no, the parts bike I bought for two hundred dollars. Even though it came in like milk crates, it, every single thing on it was nicer than the one I bought. Nice, nice. But, so, does it have the ridiculous seat? That you see in that picture? Uh, yes, it is that exact same one. I kind yeah. of thought it might be. The one, when I bought it, it didn't have any of that shit. And right. I, I liked it. Yeah, yeah. And so, you know, I put all of it on. Right. And and now it's pretty sharp looking. I, I, you know, for we had a discussion many, many years ago. And I was like, okay, so there's going to be a period of time when I'm going to know that I'm officially old. <laughs> is when motorcycles from 1983 become cool to people who are 20 years old. But I'm also 50, and I like motorcycles from 1983. So yeah, okay, all right. I, well, I have no okay. taste. So okay. Well, that's fair too. Yeah, that's cool. Good point. <laughs> yeah. Good point there. Yeah, that's the way that works, and it's an interesting thing. So I'm always curious to see what the next generation of people, yeah. because yeah. we did yeah. see that all that weird neon stuff from 1984, 1985, yep. etc. That. But was so powerful when I was that age is making a nice run at it again. Yeah. Do you think that affordability comes into play? Because all the 70s stuff is now like yeah. bikes priceless. that we could get yeah. for $200 are now yeah. $75,000. Yeah. That shit is priceless. Right. But this bike's got mags. Does right? Mm-hmm. And this bike's got a goddamn solid motor. I mean, that's the KZ 440 motor yeah. is without fucking sin. Yeah. So that's true. And you can buy that for, well, you know, we'll see at mid-Ohio because... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
Creepy Yucky Phil's tent of despair is going to be live and well. <laughs> Roll up and run into some shit in my tent and be like, well, yeah, I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll give you $100 for it, and uh, I'll just let you see a picture of my Here. wife's beaver. So, <laughs> be like, so deal. Uh, <laughs> our, our friends at um, uh, Motorcycles and Misfits are really digging the whole theme podcast right now. They keep picking themes. Like, their new theme is like... Uh, Mil- the best military motorcycle, yeah. which I don't give a fuck about. Yeah. But how about this? So every year at Mid-Ohio or every whatever, there's always like the bike that becomes the bike. Like mm. like many years ago, as right. you guys know, the, you know, the, the Trail 70 became like, oh, my God, it's $5,000 for a yep. In your opinion, Phil, with all your years experience, and then, John, you dip in, what's going to be the bike this year? What is what is the Oh my God! This is the coolest thing. Everybody has to have it. Bike. I hate to do it, but is this going to be the bike that we're going to be looking for this year, or do we going to be like this is the bike that you're like? I can't believe I saw another one of those. Well, what I'm saying is, is that you told me a bunch of years ago yeah. you took like 57 Trail 70s, and 12. all of a sudden yeah. they were selling yeah. like hotcakes, and you couldn't keep oh, in. You were right. like, holy shit, right? Yeah. right? Yeah. So like those have peaked, but they're still really high end, and like right. you know you're not getting one for 400 or 500 bucks, but everybody wants them. So what is the bike at Mid-Ohio this year that people are like, they don't know it's cool, but people are going to suck them up and like, whatever. Three-wheelers or quad runners. Oh, you think really? that's it? Yeah. yeah I think that, yeah. That's, a, that's a safe one. <laughs> if anybody shows up with some off-road type stuff that's cheap, because you can't buy anything right now. I mean, I, you know, Steve and I were looking at trying to buy quads. You can't buy a new one in a dealership. No. And anything used, especially if it's a four-by-four four quad, it's right. like four grand. So quads, because no matter how beat it is, nothing you, know, you can like buy. If it's to really beat, ratty, and right. that's twenty eight hundred. Okay, like you can't. Okay. Yeah, my prediction is going to be completely wrong. No, probably not. I want it to be. I want it to be this way. I want the Honda Hawk four hundred. This bike needs, it deserves to have its day in the sun. It doesn't suck. I have hated this bike for 40 years. (laughs) (laughs) Like straight up, I don't like this bike. That's a fine. I don't like it. It's fair. I don't like anything about it. I don't like the handsome. It's not a pretty bike. The hatch on top of the gas cap. I don't like that. I don't like the shape of the seat. I don't like the stupid side panels. That's what a Goldwing fucked. What did the Goldwing fuck? It fucked something. It's an awful motorcycle, yeah, right? Yeah. And it's just it kind of is. It's, it's that did, era. Did they make a later one that was like it was actually there was a black and orange one. No, was it was like this. It was like the 750. I almost bought one. It was a CM 450 yeah. though, maybe. Like, so you get into the a little bit more like Chris's. One. Yeah, that. Well, there's that. Yeah. The 1981. It's the Buck Rogers Hawk. Yep. So I you get the Buck one. Rogers <laughs> Hawk, and I mean, okay, that kind of gets a pass because it's kind of like a CV 750. It's completely like a CV 750. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Except but anyway, it's you know has no ball. I'm talking about this one. Oh, yeah. The no. color on the Honda Spectrum is called Mooch Blue. <laughs> it's not really called Mooch Blue. I made that up. Is it? <laughs> it's called Mooch Blue. That color says I forgot my wallet. That <laughs> color does say I forgot my wallet. Will you buy me a sandwich? Pendejo Blue. That color is not the color of success. No. And I predict or I anticipate that a lot of these bikes are going to come out of the woodwork because I think there might be a certain element of young people who think this is cool. Hmm. They're wrong, but they might think this is cool. So wait, so I here's agree. the thing. So yeah. if it hits Craigslist, put your thumb over the back seat, and that's going to be a terrible fucking cafe race. Yeah, that's yeah. Well, terrible. that's the other thing, is that most of these have been cut off right there. Yeah, right. Oh, so, what I want to know is what's on the back of that picture. What the fuck is that thing? Oh, there's a golf cart. There's a giant camper. So there's a big fuck-off camper with a golf cart parked a behind it and some thing. scaffolding. 
So and then looking yeah, at the like, polished concrete floor, that dude's got shit tons of money. Yeah, that oh, scaffolding yeah. is just to yeah. polish the top of the RV. That's in his <laughs> garageominium. Yeah. Right. That picture is taken in the dude's garageominium. Yeah, that's one of those things his wife doesn't know about anything in that building. But yeah, so that's that. And here's another picture of a Honda Hawk in front of an RV. You know, <laughs> that's the point is every fucking Honda Hawk ever is in the hands of somebody who's just about to die. And there, there we go. Christmas out. We'll see you Christmas. The, uh, this is my, this is my thing that I think the time has come for the Honda Hawk, not the good Honda Hawk, like the no. GT 650, right. nope. not the super Honda Hawk, Mm-mm. like either the 305 or the 1000, nope. but the pathetic Hawk. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> the sad hawk. Yeah. Now, Look what at year those was handlebars. That, what, what year was that yeah. Nighthawk? So the Nighthawks ran forever. Well, so, there's a bunch yeah. of versions of them, too. Yes, they have the Nighthawks yeah. yeah. S, which is kind of yeah. cool, but, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. yeah and and there the was night, a Nighthawk 450. Yeah. Right. yeah. So but there was I, a Nighthawk. I kind of like the tank on it. It had, like, the chrome yep. pinstripe. So the Nighthawk 450 had the chrome embellishment on the gas tank, um, which did the Nighthawk 650 as well. And but it is it is that same motor that they put in the Honda uh, Rebel 450. Mm-hmm. They put in a lot of different motorcycles, and so yeah, those are. Those and then exist. they had the S, but the S had the small front wheel. It was like a sixteen or. There was a little ridiculous. bit of weird shit that happened there for a minute and a half. Yeah, uh, yeah there was some weird Nighthawk S action, and yeah, and a lot of people will do that. They'll claim that the seven fifty. Uh, that's a seven fifty. Or yeah. and you know, remember, there's also the tariff beaters. Uh, uh, there was also the tariff beater 700. Right. So, so that's the, CB, the one everybody yeah, likes. So the, how you know the good ones is it has the letters SC after it. So the tariff buster was the uh, 84 through 86-ish CB700 SC. And it yeah. had everything. I've wanted one of those for a while. Yeah. And they came in your choice of black with red or black with blue. Um, and then the super elusive blue, oh, white, yeah, and red. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that is the RWB. And that's RW is red, white, and blue. So those motorcycles are black chrome exhaust. Black again. Oh, yeah. Only Honda. Only Honda could do that. Fucking yeah, dude. Black chrome exhaust. Yeah, right. Black chrome mirrors. It's black like chrome fork legs. Black chrome. Do you know what black chrome is? It's black. <laughs> black. I checked. It's black. Do you know how much chrome's in it? None. None. It's black. It's lightly shot. No, no, it's black. Okay. You know what? You know. You know what black is? It's a color. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. There is no such thing as black chrome. Oh, right. 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 So you know it is. Uh, you have things like black oxide coatings. There are industrial coatings that are black and also give you a, a resilient finish. Right. But in this particular instance, it's painted. Right. Yeah. It, it is what it is. Um, but yeah, the black chrome. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> uh-uh. It's black chrome, baby. That, that's not a bad looking bike. I actually yeah. like that. But look at the front wheel. What is it? A 16? 16. Or, yeah. yeah, something. Yeah, it's 16 crazy. Like, but so your tire slides. I've had are. a couple of these over the years, and I have, I've listened to people fall and trip all over their dicks <laughs> talking about what an amazing motorcycle this is. And I'm like, no, no. Didn't go. It wasn't particularly fast. Didn't turn particularly well. Didn't stop good at all. Like, it, it had a fairing. It wasn't a great motorcycle. <laughs> yeah. and, and again, I've not had one of them. I've had many of them. 
And many of these things have darkened my fucking door. So what do you think? Would it, would it look better with a round headlight? Well, again... 82 is the best. 82 is the yeah. best. 82 is the fastest. The uh, Charging issues. The charging issues. Yeah. Um, again, this did have the Honda igniters. Right. So uh, this had two of the Honda igniters. The Honda igniters are one of those things that were like, well, my bike's not running great. I think the carburetors are dirty. No, mm-hmm. it's the igniters. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, my bike's not running great. I think it could be the spark plugs. No, it's the igniters. Uh, my bike's not running great. It ran great on the way here, but now I had a soft beverage and I can't drive home. It's the igniters. Like, it was just one of those things. Like, that motorcycle just had a really pathetic 1980s electronic ignition system. Like, yeah. it just wasn't great. And if you love them, and that's cool that you love them because they do have a unique look about and them. And they're sexy. They're cool looking, you know. Yeah, it's very funny because it's very squared off. Yeah. Like, it's very Lego, uh, and it's still a CB750. Right. So, it's like, there's a lot of things to like. But again, Dohawk, like the dual overhead cam Honda 750 motor, always felt to me like it was fighting with one hand tied behind its back. Mm. Because I've never ridden a dual overhead cam seven or 700 or 750 that felt like it was giving me Suzuki... Right, right. Performance right, or right. Yamaha performance. They always felt like they were like, well, we could have given you more power, but we're Honda and we don't take those chances. But Suzuki's like, yeah. we don't mind oil leaks. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think Suzuki and Yamaha, I think the other companies at the time with their motors kind of said, well, how long do you want to own it anyway? Right, right, right. right. Whereas Honda was I'm, like, I'm every for a good time, not a long time. Right, exactly. <laughs> every motorcycle Honda built ever was like, okay, well, first it has to last 300,000 miles. Right. And you're like, come on, man. No, right. No, it's going to get wrecked before that. Exactly. Right. A little less Mercedes, a little more Dodge. (laughs) (laughs) Let's be here for a minute, but be spectacular. Yeah. Let's do some stupid shit. Like, and that's what it was. And that motorcycle, again, people go bananas for it. And uh, yeah. All right. Well, thanks, Duncan, for sending us down this tube. (laughs) (laughs) But, oh, do you know what I just bought the other day, though? You I have? just bought a Nighthawk 250. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Well done. Uh-huh. If you're going to fail, fail spectacularly. Uh, yeah. Do you want to know what I thought was the most ironic thing about this Nighthawk 250? No. Full touring <laughs> luggage. <laughs> Full touring luggage. Wow, on a 250? On a Nighthawk I 250. Mean, that's ambition. That's ambition. Else, so. <laughs> so what was, what was, uh, what was uh, her name? <laughs> Anna Sissy Bar. Oh, wonderful. So a sissy bar and full touring luggage and a bike with a drum front brake. And what was her wife's name? Again, I have no idea. Dude, that is seriously. I went over and looked at this motorcycle and the guy was like, undisclosed sum of money, right? And uh, But it wasn't, wasn't much. And it wasn't so much that I, ha- in the negotiation process of buying this motorcycle, mm-hmm. I went, I can't actually cut him in half at this point. Because mm. <laughs> it was like I went in there thinking I'm going to cut the guy in half, right? And then he wheeled the bike out, and I couldn't cut him in half. Wow! Because I don't think they make currency that way. Like, <laughs> we need to go to a different country <laughs> to get to a place where they Do parse currency. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, shit, fucking pesos it is. All right, here we go. <laughs> and, but the long and short of it is, the guy was like, produce the title, produce both keys. Wow. Nice. What about the toolkit and the owner's manual? I got the toolkit, and I got soft bags. I got a sissy bar. I got the world's worst slap-on windshield. And the guy was like, you know what? I'm 81 years old. What am I going to do with it? 
Yeah. And I was like, cool. that, that makes a valid point. And he just, he handed me the invoice from where another shop in town two years ago charged him $700 to make it run. Wow. And I looked at the invoice and I was like, you've been wronged. Plus, you don't have to feel bad about the deal because the dude's going to be dead in like a week. Well, so. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> honestly, I will give I will give the guy credit. I came up to his yard and he was doing all of his own yard work. Oh, fuck yeah. yeah. Like I, I was out like embracing his yard and totally like getting into it and on his knees cutting stuff. And I was like, God damn it. And he got up and he's like, well, after my second stroke, my wife said I wasn't allowed to have a motorcycle anymore. And I was like. Hey, fucking dude, how much do you want for this bike? <laughs> game. Like, like, just hurt me now. Yeah. And he's like, so what are you going to do with it? I said, I'm going to take it to mid-Ohio, ride it around in circles for a long time, get it really muddy, and sell it on Sunday. He's like, right on? But he was like, okay. Yeah. Nice. It's cool. Cool. Yeah. He bought it new. Wow. I don't even know what that would have cost. Like. $7? Too much. Yeah. You go into a dealership. Can you imagine the spirit of the time when you go into a dealership in like 1994? Again, probably wearing your Don Johnson white white sport coat. Yeah. Yeah. I have a thousand dollars and I want a new motorcycle. Yes. Yeah. That's what probably something like that. Yeah. And I can only imagine that. And at that point, it's like, does it have a place to hide my Coke? I worked (laughs) in a dealership. I worked in a dealership in like 1984, 1985. And I had no idea because I was just a 15-year-old kid working at a dealership. And I had no idea. Like when somebody throws you the keys to a 1984 Interceptor and it's like, here, dumb shit, go fill it up with gas. Mm-hmm. You just think that's the way the world works. Right. You, know, you just think this is, this is the lot I've been given in life. This is what it is. And you go down the street to the gas station <laughs> and the you know, semi-impoverished white neighborhood and some guy pulls up in a, like a Lamborghini Countach that says Fiero underneath it. <laughs> and you're like... I'm pretty cool. (laughs) And you're like, wow, that's that whole era of the mid eighties was all just like fake. Like everything was fake. Gordon Gecko. It was all just fake. Like the whole thing was fake. Like the whole planet had been vinyl sided. Like there was just, there wasn't a hint of real stone anywhere. Yeah. It was just really weird. And I think that the motorcycles of that era were that way too. I just, I feel like. You know, it was that thing of like the katana was spawned out of that of being like, look, if you squint, it looks like a GSXR. <laughs> no, it never did. <laughs> <laughs> I remember one of the big things about the Ninja 250 was they were like when they came out in 86 or 87, they were like, and we didn't put the word 250 on it anywhere. Dude, my first my first arrest ever. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Ever. The first ever. one. Good start. Uh, the first yeah. came from racing a katana at Tinker Cre- Tinker's Creek Park. Yeah. I had my CBR. At, at the racetrack they have there. No, 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 no. The park. Uh, my point exactly. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so... They're, like, you know, every Saturday you get there at eight in the morning and you wax your bike and all the pretty girls. Would that have been bikes. in the Metro parks? Oh, yeah. yeah so yeah. that's a 30 mile per hour speed limit. hundred <laughs> percent. And so, so every, every Saturday we go there with our bikes. I had a, I had an 87 Honda Hurricane 600 F1 and it was like my, dr- I, I worked four years cutting well, grass. Well, back then they weren't F1s. Well, no, it was they just were a just Honda Hurricane. Right, right. Yeah, <laughs> it, was just, right. it was just a CB600F right. because the concept of there being an F2 or F3 no, or F4 didn't even occur never even happened right. yet. But yeah. it was red and white and I think you guys have seen the picture. I yeah. had my fucking mm-hmm. jacket and everything with Again, the Again, you had the denim tuxedo. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
So so I was in the park waxing my bike, and like when the Jixers showed up, right. I was jealous of them, and I didn't say shit because right. I had a 600 cc Honda. Right. And it was a great bike, but it wasn't that. It wasn't that. But yeah. then a can of tuna showed up and right. said, "My bike's faster than yours," and I said, "Fuck you, it's not." And he said, "Well, then prove it." And I said, "Let's go." We didn't know that there was a horse cop in the woods that had written everybody's license plate oh. down, and had called ahead and said. Hey, some fucking eighteen-year-old morons are gonna race through the park. You should probably arrest them. So we went, and I was hitting 110, 115, and the guy I was beating him and everything like that. And then I saw cop cars at the yeah. end, right before Bedford, right at the right. end. Oh yeah, I know. So I right. stop. Yeah. He doesn't. He slides through the grass, skids by. The cops come, grab me, dump my bike, they throw me on the ground, the whole nine. You're running all this stuff and everything. So I got uh, race, drag racing, fleet evading, four red lights, or four stop signs, crossing a double yellow line, reckless operation, all this other stuff, right? Yeah. They towed my bike. The tow truck came up, put two straps around the back wheels, lifted it up, and let it hang upside down and smash into the tow truck as it drove away. I had to call my dad, who was a Marine that hated me. And <laughs> oh, oh shit! Oh my god! Picked me up and took me home, and I was really depressed until the cop said, "Look, I know you're having a bad day, but the guy that ran, we had your plates way before you started. Yeah, there's 15 cops waiting at his house, and when he gets home, he's going to jail. Yeah, he is. And so I lost my license for a year and a half, and I had to sell my first motorcycle and all that stuff. But so yeah, I'm very familiar with that whole time." <laughs> <laughs> Do you know that the whole story starts like your downfall? Yeah, is from a guy on a horse. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, really, what happened was there was a guy on a horse, and the only advantage he had was he knew you guys were dipshits. Yeah, right. <laughs> like honestly, like, and the yeah. whole thing is we did this for the 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 clout of like trying to get women to like us, <laughs> and none of the women give a fuck about no, any of that at all. No. no. And the oh. dude with the fucking car that was a convertible with four seats right. drove away with the girl. Well, of course he did. <laughs> we got yeah. nothing. Yeah. Because yeah. when you're driving under suspension, right. the girls won't get in your car. And yeah. the dude with like the actual like you know, uh, 12-inch cock, <laughs> he was on the Jixxer 750, and right. he didn't have to do anything. Because yeah. everybody's like, oh, yeah, that bike's fast. I'm not fucking right. with I'm that. I'm not fucking with that. Right. Right. But yeah. also the bottom well, feeders. Again, again, the guy, the, the guy who's like the giant guy who looks like he knows how to fight yeah. never has to never fight. Never has to ever fight. Ever right. has to fight. So the yeah. dude with the 1100, the blue, white right. 1100, he just sat there fucking Exactly. Yeah. Well, but, but then again, he was 40. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. 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 in, those, in those circles, there's always that one creepy 40-year-old guy. That's banging the That thing. hangs out around the high school guys. That's not good. <laughs> no. No, no, He's no. the only one that can afford the insurance. That's exactly that's true. Yeah, I remember because I went and tried to get a 750 yeah. when I was 17, 18. And oh, it was insane. The, the guy at the dealership was like, yeah, sure, we'll get you one right now. And my insurance guy said, fuck you. <laughs> can i tell you that after after a year after i got my license back i had to work two jobs to drive a chevy malibu yeah. <laughs> because my insurance was so terrible so before we before we go can we thank everybody that uh, absolutely yeah you guys came out that was super fun super cool yeah. the uh i hope it was everything you wanted it to be <laughs> no <can we> thank <laughs> you <laughs> i'm gonna drink more of your grandparents whiskey though before we go yes because that did go down quite well yeah and that and i heard dan Cromkey was sending out the call earlier i, I just yeah. heard that yeah. the mr tinkley glass he's gonna tell us all 17 like tastes and flavors in the back end and the front oh. end and everything in a little bit so that's yeah, gonna that's come later good. we just don't want to turn into a whiskey podcast so he's gonna reserve uh, that we've right had now. some 
some people comment and be like, you know, you guys for a whiskey podcast, you're not a particularly good whiskey podcast. No, you keep talking about motorcycles. <laughs> <That's terrible. Okay. laughs> for a whiskey podcast, you guys sure talk a lot about motorcycles. Right. <laughs> and meanwhile, Dan's sitting over there is like, I'm wasted on these guys. I'm completely wasted on these dudes. And I'm like, no, you're wasted with us. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> you're wasted. I've never known him to do a podcast sober. No. No. It's impossible. Exactly. <laughs> In fact, I don't know if I've ever seen Dan sober ever. I did once. Did you? Yeah, I saw him once. He's retired. You're allowed. This is he's he's one of the ones. I've never seen a difference between Dan sober or Dan drunk. That, that is true. So you can't tell the difference. I was going to say, that I think true. he's been locked in. You he's been locked tell. in this since about 81. <laughs> true. <laughs> Here's a clue. The quieter I get, the drunker I am. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why you say like four words a podcast. He becomes invisible. <laughs> no, because he does the bourbon podcast before this one. Oh, that's right. He's coming out of the bourbon podcast when he gets here so he's already wheels up at 35,000 feet when he shows up so he's he's the fill the stewardess has brought the drinks tray by and everything he's fucking flying he's probably the yeah. fill of the bourbon podcast oh yeah he's Mr. Captain fucking talking a he's lot on, he's on target yeah yeah then he comes okay. into here to just wind down oh yeah. okay I we're just the now. drag shoot slowing yeah. him down yeah that's it that's all it is man straightens him out sends Straight. him right down oh the sends him right down yeah. the proper path and drag everything drag shoot drag queen what's the difference what's the difference <laughs> hey so counting. you know that there's a crazy thing they're doing uh, AIM, uh, the uh, the motorcycle show thing. Yeah, we used to go to Columbus. Yeah, right. Yeah. So yeah, so doing all that shit, and I thought that was pretty cool. And then they're gonna do the uh, remember the International Motorcycle Shows things that they used yeah. to do. But then they cut Cleveland out of the equation. Yep. Yeah. Well, so they're still doing that in Chicago, I guess. In Thorpe. Yeah, I guess so. So anyway, but the week after that, they're gonna come to Cleveland. Uh, well, just part of them, the Zero truck. So Zero is gonna bring their eighteen wheeler to Cleveland. Hmm. And we're going to do all kinds. Of, that's why we had this fucking thing parked out here with the big TKC 80s on it and everything else. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, just fucking getting stupid on electric bikes. But that will put you on your ass in a second, by the way. If you weren't sure if 80 foot pounds of torque would do something with knobbies on it. Yeah. There it you will. Go. <laughs> yeah. That's a great way to forget your childhood is get on that bike without a helmet on. Oh, yeah. yeah. And you'll forget your childhood instantly. Yeah. It's the first time that bike goes upside down on you. But anywho, Zero's doing some just some crazy crap right now. So if you can find an unsuccessful Zero dealer or an ambitious one like me, <laughs> they got some 2020s hiding around the country. Like there's no 2020s at the factory. No, they're barely getting enough bikes built now. But there are some Zero dealers in America that didn't like... They just don't know which way the wind's blowing, right? <laughs> and so there's these dudes that have these 2020s hiding in their inventories. You can get like 2200 bucks off a of zero if it's last year's. Hmm. And I know within like a certain radius of us here in Cleveland, Ohio, of 11 of them. And then they started this crazy thing called Cash for Carbon, which I call Cash for Clunkers. Cash for Clunkers, right? yeah. So you bring them anything with a VIN... Or promise to, and they'll give you an additional $1,500 off. So, not for nothing, but right now, at the moment, that's a very easy $3,700. So, $3,700 off. So, if you or anybody you know was thinking about buying an electronic motorcycle, this might be a good time to talk to somebody like me or one of your local Zero Pals about it, because there's also weird first responder, medical, educational discounts that can be thrown on top of that. And what I'm suggesting is this might be the time 
I know everything else in the world right now has gone crazy with inflation and motorcycle companies don't have bikes, but I know where there are certain 2020s hiding. If somebody wanted to buy an electric motorcycle, they could buy one for stupid cheap money, like under Kelly Blue Book for used for a brand new bike with a warranty. That just happened. They just announced that shit today. So an extra 1500 mm. on top of the demo discount, which was up to 2200 and they're not taking away your up to 500 or $1,000 discount for being some sort of a, you know, first responder, motorcycle educator, motorcycle class taker. Wait a second. Hold on. You mean if I take the motorcycle class, I could save $1,000 on a motorcycle? Yeah. Yeah, that's for real. That's like a legit thing. You could save a grand for taking a class you should take anyway. So that's <laughs> fucking cool. Uh, if maybe if you had an ID from your friend that was in the military or law enforcement or a hospital worker or something or carried a cadaver once, like you could <laughs> you could have that ID and that would save you like five hundred to a thousand dollars on a motorcycle. So that's fucking weird, but that's going on right now, and I didn't expect that this year. So this year, if you have any friends that have motorcycle shops, you'll know that this year's been the year of like, thank you. I'd like to pay my mortgage, but I only have your deposit. I can't get the rest of your money until I have the rest of the bike here to sell you, you know? And we've had this problem of we have the best intentions, but we have no inventory. Right. And that's been a problem. So in this particular instance, there's some bikes out there. So if you mm. wanted to get weird and go electric, this would be a good time to do it. Because then I honestly think you could try it around for like, try it for a year. And if it didn't work out for you, you're probably going to still sell it for more than you paid for it. Mm -hmm. True. And that's kind of cool. That's an interesting thing. Like you don't buy it at full boat. You buy it at like three grand off. You got some wiggle room. You own it for a year. It's like renting a bike for free. And, so. I, and to this day, I, I, I don't own an electric motorcycle, yeah. but you've led me rid, ridden several. Yeah, yeah. And I've never, the smile has never left my, it's so insane. And Zero's going to do the thing with the 18-wheeler for us this year. Uh -huh. So we got to find a big enough parking lot that they can be there for two days. Mm. Which means, you know, drinking and eating and <laughs> festivities and, well, you know, punk rock band in the corner kind of thing. Yeah. 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 Well, that sounds good. So we're going to find a parking lot that's big enough to do that. Because they won't do it out here. No. No, 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 no. 18-wheeler so won't fit out here. No. No, no. So we got to find a bigger parking Our lot. Our cars for the podcast don't fit out here. I was, We were joking. I was like, okay, I'm trying to think of all the people I know that own places that have giant parking lots that would be okay with an 18-wheeler being there and then a bunch of idiots being there. Right. And then for two days, I was like, we can make this happen. Yeah, somebody yeah. has we, it. We can do this. This will be cool. And have like literally a one-brand bike show. Yeah. We can all still show up and be stupid. Mm-hmm. But then they'll be there with their bikes and be like, oh, you got to sign up and take a ride. We'll take a ride. And I great. can 100% say in my entire life, I've never not shown up somewhere and not been stupid. <laughs> Look, I, I got a Harley Davidson hat up there that John and I had to work really, really hard to get those Harley Davidson hats. But we did. We showed up and we were stupid. Excellent. And that was great. And I went and rode their bikes and all that other stuff too. But I got a Harley Davidson hat out of the deal. Yeah. For like, And that's going to be a hilarious hat because that's the... Harley Davidson 750 made in India. Oh, not anymore. Not anymore. No, no, no not going to claim ownership to that. I did go to the Harley dealer the other day and I went in and that was the only bike they had. <laughs> so I was like, I went in, was like, I was like, you never realize how big that fucking place is until you walk in and there's nothing, and there's in, nothing it. in it. Yeah. Oh my God. I could hear my pulse. But did they double yeah. down on t-shirts? Ah, they did have a lot of gear. There a lot of lifestyle accessories. Now, though, instead of giving you the dog bowl and the dog vest and the dog collar, they just gave you the dog, too. 
Yeah. <laughs> They're like, here's a dog you can accessorize because we have no is, bikes for you. His name is Harley. <laughs> of course it is. Yeah. And I went in and the only bikes they had, like all the Indian bikes that were at the back of the showroom, hidden in the back, they had mysteriously migrated closer to the front <laughs> yeah. doors. Yeah. So it was very strange. And they had the 750s pulled off and the 1200 slapped on. <laughs> 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 That's like, it's just like a sports team. <laughs> right. I thing. promise you, it's just like a sports team. Runs better. It's a V-twin. Right. It's it's fine. It's okay. Don't worry about that. We didn't sell these because most people were scared of them. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, are you a man enough? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, just, there's only a certain number of Harley Davidsons that are liquid-cooled. Uh, it's, just, it's just a technology that most people weren't ready for yet. So let me end this thing on this. So I, I was digging around, and I couldn't sleep one night, and I wanted to watch a documentary, yeah. right? And so this thing came up, and it was like an intense documentary about a bike gang called the Laughing Devils. And I was like, oh, okay, this sounds good. And I turned it on, and it is... So some producer in Hollywood was like, Sons of Anarchy did really well. Oh, and that's a, that's a scripted show. We should make a show that's scripted but looks like a documentary. So they had me fooled for about 20 minutes. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, I'm like, what the fuck am I watching? And <laughs> look, these people are getting mad about Look at, oh, yeah. Okay. Was it a mockumentary? First of all, no, it's, it's worse than it was, a mockumentary. Oof. It's a straight up script. And the worst thing is, like, this is like the Black Windows Motorcycle Club, where it's like there was a spelling error, and they just ran with it. Yeah. Yeah, dude, the devil's yeah. to kipples. Yeah, it's yeah. terrible. And I got so mad that I wasted a half an hour of my life watching it. Yeah. But the third season gets better. <laughs> <laughs> and there you go. I like, the, I like like this quote. Unlike the popular television show Sons of Anarchy, the show The Devil's Ride was shot in a reality documentary style format. Yes. If you're using the words reality documentary that's style it's, format, yeah, you've lost me. Well, and the best part is, is the the second season that was supposed to come back. The main dude actually got thrown off the show because in real life he had his uh, stepdaughter blow him five times, and they became like the fucking they exiled him away from it. So it was a reality documentary style format, and promised viewers a look inside a rising real outlaw club. What is often seen can be described by many as simply fake. Oh, yeah. Yeah. In, it is. In big quotation, in big quotation marks. marks. Dude, they're like fake. Here. I'm going to tell you, if you're putting fake in quotation marks, yeah. no, no. That's the only honest thing you've said yeah. so far. So that doesn't fake. need to go in quotation marks. <laughs> have you ever been to Smedley's and the guys standing there are like, I noticed that you have a three-part patch on your back. You must be a real hardcore outlaw. Once you go there, you'll never come back. That's Don't go to dial- Disney. Yeah, because I've seen so many Disney three-part patches. <laughs> Sons of Goofy, you know. I mean, like that's <laughs> a real fucking hard. Cl- dude, do man. not, do not ever put a diamond on your motorcycle anywhere because that shows that you're part of one percenters, and somebody will call you out and kill you if you have a diamond on your motorcycle. It's it. it I'm embarrassed. Again, here yeah. we go. And and you're on season three. <laughs> well, season three was good. Four was kind of failing me. So I, yeah, yeah. Here you go, guys. Look out for the Main Street Elite there in Disneyland. Oh, geez. Because that's where that will get you. Is that Renee in the bottom picture? It could be right there. Yeah, that that might be. Yeah. But but that's a real thing. So, (laughs) And James before. 
Yeah. So, I mean, this is what we're talking about. If you want to get down and dirty with your patches, you want to get your cut all sorted out, all you need to do is hang out with the Disney guys because that's right there. Because to me, that's all I see now. Yep. Because yeah. if, if whether or not whether or not that was intended to happen, it's what happened. And it's beautiful because it has taken the piss hard. The Sons of Anakin... Disneyland, well done. <laughs> well done. I want that cut. Well oh, fucking yeah. done. Yeah, yeah. I gotta tell you, I will punch a fucking mascot to get that cut. <laughs> I and that love show it. makes me want to cut the sleeves off my bugle boy denim jacket. <laughs> yes. exactly. hey, fuck you, yes. dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that, I think we should all ride fast and take chances. Bum, 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 bum